It is the 200 level episode 66 from the basement, our second of three live podcasts this week. Hopefully, nowhere near as exciting as the game Monday night as Illinois takes on 6 and 20 Northwestern. <laughs> Trevor and I here in the basement, Isaac has a test up at school, so he's being a studious gentleman, and we're going to hold down the fort here and hope for a nice, easy game where we can have more macro conversations. That'd be great. I never want to reach a point of micro. Is that okay? Yeah, we don't need micro tonight. Like, 8 nothing lead, just sit up top with a double-digit lead and don't worry about it. And what I'm looking forward to, I love getting a win on a Thursday and being able to ride that into the weekend, and the way that Indiana is looking against Purdue which is to say not good. Down that's 10 a, at half. Yeah, it's an ugly game anyways, 29-20 or something like that at half. I, I really like our chances Sunday as well, and I looked at this three-game stretch and thought, if you can win out, and this is before the Penn State game, I thought if you win out in those three games, you're still in the tournament, period. Yeah. Well, you all but punch your ticket tonight, and we said that last week against Penn State, but... That's what I was thinking, is I've heard the last three games be the game where you punch your ticket. Yeah, but this one would be avoiding that final roadblock or potential crushing loss right right? because everything else is going to be quad one or quad two against indiana so right now we got a shot of welsh ryan arena we're a minute 30 from tip it's rocking and i I gotta think about 75 percent illinois i was telling you before uh as i got down here btn was showing highlights from the first matchup which only won by four i think it was a tight game in early january i think that was the first time you dog said that's right rosie and i were sweating it out not just not getting Rosie was sitting in her bed. She couldn't <laughs> she didn't care. care. She, she's she's like, what are you getting all excited about? Uh, but they were showing highlights of Ryan Young attempting a game tying three at the buzzer. <laughs> and then it said the rematch. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, it's well, Big Ten Network. They got to pump up the one game I think they have on tonight because currently we're halftime of Michigan, Wisconsin. That's on ESPN. And then Indiana Purdue on FS1. FS1. And then you've got Ohio State, Nebraska later. And I don't know how much of a game that's going to be. We saw with Nebraska, they can hang. They can. They cover. They cover better than almost anybody. A frustrating game, and you were there. Yeah, it was It was weird because it, you wanted to follow the narrative that it was just boring all the way through, but you had Trent Frazier's three-quarter court shot, which that may have been the most impressive shot I've ever seen live. Place went nuts. And you may never see a shot like that again live. I don't think so. That counts at least, because I feel like I might have seen one that doesn't count at the buzzer, but sure. this one, but live, from, did you think it was good from the minute? We we didn't think so at first. Yeah, it's hard in hindsight to go like, oh, I could tell it lined up, but there are times when you can tell it's going to sail 15 feet over the backboard versus, oh, it has a chance. Mm. I thought, oh, this has a chance, but just inside the opponent's three-point arc, no bank, Swish. Yeah, Swish. 73 I mean, footer, according to my uh, sports <laughs> app on Yahoo. I mean, it's just crazy. It's the same story. My, my point, oh, yeah, my, just my point being, it was a boring game, but it had interesting moments. It got chippy right, randomly at the end. Right away. It's like, well, at the end and at the beginning. Yeah, it's like the Nebraska, number, just go away. Like A number 11 on Nebraska, the little skinny I, guard. I don't know who he was. Anyways, yeah, it, it was annoying <laughs> because it felt like, first off, they were getting chippy to start, and I'm thinking, well, where do these guys get off getting chippy? Right. But then... You were essentially trading buckets with Nebraska for about 15 minutes of game time. From yeah, it was 46 mark in the first to 46 yeah. halfway and through the second half. That was when, for anyone to listen to the podcast, and you can tell like the level of interest in that game was down because you know we've, we've been having such a great run here with Illinois succeeding, but I think that for this three-game stretch, these first two games are let's just get it over with, right. get the wins, and move on for what will be a fun matchup on Sunday against sure. Indiana. Yeah, it's a rivalry game. It'll be fun no matter what, and especially if Indiana's coming in 
They'll be desperate either way, right? Oh, absolutely. Whether, whether or not they win or lose tonight against Purdue. All right, so we're underway at Walsh Ryan, and Io sinks one from the free throw line towards the end of the shot clock, so 19.25 to go in the first half. Illinois with the lead, and let's hope they never relinquish it. <laughs> they didn't the against Nebraska. For as close as it got. It got tied, and that was it. Yep, they never gave up the lead in that game. Did- you know, and there's something to be said, and we, we actually looked up the results of this, where Illinois on shorter rest is just a different team than on longer rest. And, and on the road. <laughs> as, and on as, the road, too. I mean, I there's no doubt. made of, about it, but... I, you'd have to go back to the Purdue game at home when they smoked him. And I feel yes. like that was just a few days after the game at Michigan State. Yep. An easy dunk here Kofi for Kofi. slams at home. You know, I had a thought today, Trevor, before this game. There was a game against Northwestern at Northwestern back in, let's say, like 1999, okay. 2000, towards the end of Lon Kruger, I want to say. I was four years old. And Illinois just went up there, and I think we're up by as many as like 26 to nothing. Now, that's not going to happen here. It's 4 to 2 within the first minute half. Oh, Miller Cup. I can't, name, I can't, I can't hardly read their uniforms because they've got the Gotham thing going. Yes, the, the Gothic font, old school Northwestern font. These jerseys selling like hotcakes at the Student Union, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so anyways, 4 to 2. But I, I had this thought, like, why can't it be a game like that? If Minnesota could do it, sure. you would think Illinois and a good night could. And what I also like and hope uh, bears out in this game, is that you had the close call, let's hope, against Nebraska, despite ultimately yeah, winning that game. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, let, let's hope so, because I, I honestly, I don't have it in me to lose tonight. No, I and don't. It either. sounds like a lazy take, like whatever, but I, I don't have it in me to watch a loss right no, now. No, I, I can't watch a loss <laughs> in Northwestern, because what it would do, it would open up this Pandora's box of narratives that I don't plan on touching. Right. And so I, don't I, think I wouldn't I know how to broach them, them either, but it, you open it up, like you said. Okay, so 4-2 still, where 17-30 mark is always another offensive showcase. Though Illinois, they, they found a way against Nebraska, and this is what I hope happens again tonight, to just play downhill on yes. offense. Miller Cop misses the second shot, so hopefully he's not on pace for a 40-point night. He seems like the kind of guy that might be able to do that. Very well, they've got that lacrosse player too, Pat Spencer. Ooh, of course. As you know. Okay, so here we go. As always, play-by-play on the 200 level, not what we're known for. <laughs> well, you got Kofi floating out, which I don't love. <laughs> Yeah, kind of a disjointed play here. Andres if Illinois scores and you're feeling pretty good. Traveled, Trent with a three, Trent. no good. It's Still the not second missed shots. three of the evening so far. Man, he's on he's on a schneid right now. He is, and you think if anything could get a guy off a schneid, it would be a 73-foot shot. But And an easy take there for Northwestern, so we're tied up at four. You know what's really frustrating about this, too? It's not a home game for Northwestern. No. It's not. By all accounts, it's about 70-30 Illinois. Boo Booey? Boo Booey. Is that how we say his name? Yep, that's okay. his name. Whatever. You got you got quite a collection of players on this. Is Julia Louise Dreyfus' son still on I the team? I don't know if he is. I mean, she okay. made her presence known during their NCAA tournament run. Right. I feel like he was a junior or senior then. Okay, he probably was. So all the other stars that were probably out <laughs> the tonight. The lacrosse guy. <laughs> And I'm not really real sure what happened there. shot out of bounds to Northwestern. Another sluggish start for Illinois. That's unfortunate. You want to just kick their ass. I said... The A word, as me and Isaac yeah. called, and the D word a bunch on the last podcast. This should not be a game in doubt. And what I need to try to avoid, Trevor, is sliding down that angst-ridden yeah. hole well, too I, early. I think you and I are still pretty triggered. I'm right? triggered. Like, like just in general, I mean, in terms of you and I are both still like, I don't know, <laughs> you well, know, about I, everything. And I feel like all it takes is a 10 nothing run in this game to just make that trigger go away. Kofi with a great putback on a missed layup from Felice. Hopefully the missed layup doesn't become a theme yeah. tonight. That was insane, the amount of bunnies that Illinois missed against yeah. Nebraska. And if you would have just made five more of them, it's not a game. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you ended fine. up winning by 12. You would have won by 20 if you had simply made, I mean, even, and I know this is a point of discussion, take Georgie's shots and 
convert half of them. Right. And you you win by 20. I'll wait to get out on his man. He nails a three. Is that cop? I can't do this, Trevor. I it's we're, we're four minutes into the game and already <laughs> I'm I'm triggered. Yeah. These are not microaggressions. These are actual aggressions from this <sighs> Northwestern team. I, I, I mean it when I say I really just don't have it within me to watch a loss tonight. So <laughs> don't either. Yeah. Let's just stop this if, we, <laughs> if Illinois gets down 15 in the second this half. This will be the first ever unreleased podcast. Yeah, right. Okay, so we go so into the first meeting timeout trailing by one, and Northwestern's fired up. They are. Just kick their butt. I mean, I, I can't. I'm already not able I'll, to do I'll this. Let them have a good, I'll, I'll let them have a good first four minutes, but if this continues for the next media timeout, I'll start worrying. Okay, so Alan fair? Griffin, got to get him out there. Yeah, got to get Georgie out there, obviously. He's, mm. he's waiting to come in. I feel like they need to drop a play specifically for a dunk. I feel like he needs a dunk. To I feel get, like he'd miss it. Now, I said the same thing Monday. I'm afraid that, and then if he misses that dunk, then his career is over. Yeah. Might as well just pack it up. I, I said to Lon last week that it felt like the valley of Georgie was that Michigan State game, the home game, mm-hmm. where he goes, missed three, airballed three, missed three, missed layup, turnover, and then Underwood puts Tevian in earlier than he has at any point this year. And the crowd was on Georgie. Oh, yeah. Which I, they I turned know there's on been him. murmurs, but that was like legit almost booing him. There were so many snide comments in my section, especially because Georgie had that run. And then this is where you got to kind of improvise if you're the video board person. Don't oh, play the, the Georgie overrated, yeah. Valentine Day video right after that. Well, whole they sequence. played the, the dance cam when Underwood called timeout when Michigan State was up like 36 to 15 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's time for the dance cam. We, we, not, thinking, now. Eh. not now. Not now. Not that I want to just like sit there in silence <laughs> and have like "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" play, right? But you've got to at least recognize the pulse of the room, right? You know, there was a weird moment in that game with about a minute to go, and they started playing that pop song for the crushes, like "Dun Dun 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 Dun." Oh, every time we touch, I get this feeling. Dun, and, dun, 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 dun. and I'm like, guys, yeah. this is way too slow of a build. You need to keep the energy up. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that the song takes about a minute and a half to drop, right? And when it did, you could tell the crowd was just so ready to get back into yeah, the game, and right. it kind of did. Right. But I thought, man, you... It's like the opposite of Sandstorm or a song like that, where it immediately launches into... Or Stand Up and Shout. Or that, which is my favorite, personally. Hey, all right. So the 200 level is we're in our first media timeout. is brought to you by DPDO online at dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. I saw a delivery truck on my way over here. One of those cool little ones yep. that got the... Yep. Yeah. The little DPDO mobiles. The decals on the side. Yeah, yeah. they're very cool. So DPDO, they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. So whether it's like an office lunch or whether it's a late-night snack after you hit up the bars, which hopefully you can have for a celebratory blue guy at Cam's. There you go. I say that like they're a sponsor, but I say that also because DPDO's right there. Yeah, so they're anyways, right across the street, basically. DPDO.com for all the best deals and prices. DPDO.com. Fourth and Kirby, I just got my new orange shirt with the retro script font. Super cool. And they even hooked me up with one of those blue, the 80s belong to the Illini t-shirts. Nice. And they're high quality. They're I, awesome. I need an, awesome a shirts. good high quality orange shirt. Yep. You know so what I mean? they also have another order coming in of the orange shirt with that retro okay. Illini font. I feel like every orange shirt I have is one of like the game day giveaway ones. I'm yeah. saying like on game day, not game day spirit necessarily. I just mean on the game of the, the day of the game when they just hand out shirts on your way in and it's like. Okay, you know that if you wash this more than once, you could basically stand it up in the corner. It's going to get so stiff. Do you have a new era Beckons? Uh, no, but I have some Tim Beckman shirt. Hmm. Whatever the slogan was the following year, I have that shirt. God, I wonder what the slogan was after the 2 and 10 first year. I, I don't know. Our bad. Illinois yeah, football. Whoops. Okay, well, anyways, 4thandcurvy.com. Great uh, designs. And you can go pre-order 
the new shipment of the orange t-shirt with the blue Alani script lettering. It's awesome at fourthandcruby.com. And State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, the best domain name. Uh, could please get a shot up. That's well, shot clock violation. How does that happen after a timeout? Trevor? I don't know. I I, I wasn't cl- what what was the play that preceded the was it like a block out of bounds? I mean, how do you not know how much time is left? I don't know. Sorry uh, to Brian Hansen, our State Farm agent, <laughs> rudely interrupting the read as we have a shot clock violation Brian's with 15 like, to go in first half. Yeah, my bad, Brian. But you can go online to brianismyguy.com, and all of their representatives are local products from Champaign-Urbana. So that's, again, brianismyguy.com for Champaign-Urbana area residents and even further than that. So brianismyguy.com. We're, we're trying to pick up the pieces here as we get in the game. It looks like Georgie comes in and just a boneheaded foul. The frustration sure. continues. Sure. And let's watch this because he's got an arm bar on the back, and they'll call yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yep, it's a foul. Them. And it would have been an easy rebound otherwise, but he doesn't get the block out, and instead an armbar foul. Northwestern keeps it, and with a second opportunity here, there's another, another foul, foul in Illinois, maybe on Kipper, holding. Hey, at least Kipper and Georgie, those are pretty empty fouls right now, right? We came to play tonight, Trev. Yeah. Against a garbage team. You know, I thought that the whole non-ranking thing was going to... Uh, I was surprised they weren't ranked. I, I was mean, surprised too, but this is, I think, recency bias, because you had sure. beaten Penn State on a Monday... Sure. Kipper with another foul. A uh, shooting foul. So this is great work from your it's veterans. And I, I, do, I do call Georgie a veteran as well because you start every game for the first right, 48 games. Right. You should know what you're doing. <laughs> Kipper and Georgie come in and immediately <laughs> look ridiculous. And this is back to my narrative of being the 33-year-old guy criticizing college players. But Do you want me to do it since I'm 22? Could you? Thank you. <laughs> Georgie has been... I mean... People started to call him a black hole, and I, and when they did, it was right after that really good game he had against Michigan. Because keep in mind, he he and Kofi in the second half of the Michigan home game were like dynamic duo. Yeah. Eric came out with an article like the Bash Brothers. Uh, it felt like that might have been a turning point, but right? Not really. And so I'm like, well, it seems a little extreme to call him a black hole. He has literally been a black hole. What's the uh, black holes don't even do anything as long as you don't run into them, you're not in trouble. What's a black hole that moves and seeks you out? Because that's what Georgie is. Georgie with the pass over to Iowa. Will he get an assist here? No, he won't. Iowa does not make the shot. So the shots aren't falling for Illinois. I think they're about three for eight or three for nine. And after all that, you're only down two. So I guess that's a positive here in the early going. Sure. Trying to keep my cool, Trevor. Trying to keep my cool. It is a long game. I get it. Right. I'm not going to lose it yet. It's just I'm I'm sort of just thinking like I don't want to go through this. No, I don't either. Okay, so Kofi and Allen kind of fight for a rebound, but Illinois gets it regardless. Here's a take from Io. That's goaltending. And that's a goaltend, so yeah. we're tied up 8-8. So did Tevian come in for Kipper? Or? Tev came in for Kipper, okay. I believe. So right. your lineup right now, we got Io. We have... Georgie, Trent, Allen, and... Wait, so no, there's no Tev. Oh, no, there's, there's no, no Tev. Tev. Okay. Kofi came in instead. Got Kofi it. came in for got Kipper. Got they it. left okay. Georgie out there. Georgie's got one foul, two on Kipper. So this so. is the first time that Georgie and Kofi have been playing together in over a game now. Because they didn't against yeah, Penn State, they and didn't. I don't think they did against Indiana or uh, Nebraska. So they're staying out there because there are two larger guys for Northwestern. Kofi is guarding this number four character. I don't know the names of these guys. I'm I don't sorry. know. There was a guy uh, I meant to mention this behind me at the Nebraska game who you know was was sort of sarcastically yelling, "You can't leave so and so open. Everybody knows he hits shots whenever a Nebraska player would hit." <laughs> so like you know, Ivan Kadabadrago. Right, right. Come and on, you everybody go, and knows. Go, Come knows. on, man, you can't leave Ivan Kadabadrago <laughs> open. It was pretty funny. Hey, everybody knows Thorpe Harnson. <laughs> yeah, right. Can make those shots, which he can. Yep. Illinois can't get a rebound here. Another second chance opportunity for Northwestern, and you're tied eight eight. 
1340 to go in the first half, plenty of time, but a very um, underwhelming start by Illinois. Is it it an overreaction for me to say that I think literally just Georgie being in the game completely kills your ability to do anything well? Well, I I see what you're saying. I think it's a mental thing where even the guys on the team are hoping that Georgie doesn't do anything to screw things up. There was a three made for Northwestern. That's a third chance, and Illinois not showing up tonight. And this is what's frustrating, Trevor, is that it really shouldn't be hard. Here's the thing. My my turned corner, if you will, for this team after beating Penn State would be just take care of business in these two games Mm -hmm. and look like you can handle uh, kind of wearing a target on your back. Sure, yeah, because I don't really think they've shown the ability to do that. Not yet, and they did close out the game well against Nebraska, and what stemmed that was great defense. Right now, Northwestern, I know it's only 11 points, but that's in about seven minutes' time. They're a terrible offensive team, and that can't happen mm-hmm. so the run will start when you start playing good defense North- northwestern to your benefit will start missing shots and they just did about an 18 footer there from the top of the key so 11 to 10 gonna go zone now northwestern switches to oh zone. no we all know how great illinois does against the zone okay so here's the pickup top from georgie we have now feliz and io taking in the middle of the zone go. here there finds kofi for a dunk that's how you break a zone you'd like to think that'd be there all day and what's good about breaking the zone early is you hope that that just dissuades them from right, doing it. Right, right. Instead of after five successful minutes of playing zone, 12 points, 10 of them in the paint for Illinois so far. Okay, 12 to 11. Illinois just needs to continue to play downhill. And, you know, if Northwestern's making shots tonight, we we have a ball game, but it really does stem from can you get five <laughs> defensive stops in a row, which this team is fully capable of. Sure. And then on the other end, get those easy shots, a moving screen from Northwestern, and we go into the second media timeout, Trevor. With a lead. Okay. Let's feel, not relinquish I, I, this lead. I feel okay. I feel okay. Yeah. I feel I feel like this will be something where if we end up winning by 12 in a similar, not even similar Nebraska fashion, but you just go, oh, okay, Northwestern came out with their hair on fire because, you know, they want another win. They're at home. Sure. Yeah. The rivalry, quote unquote, which I just think is ridiculous. It's not really a rivalry Trent at all. was asked and he said no. <laughs> it's just another game. Uh, you, you know, they come out hot and then hopefully in the second half they can't hit anything. Trying to find here on either Derek or Jeremy's timeline about how much orange there is in this place. I know Derek about an hour ago said more orange than any anything else yeah. in the building. And just looking at the picture, I mean, there's plenty of black and purple. The vaunted black and purple Weird color masses. It, it is. You know, it's it can very be cool. Dark mood. The Sacramento Kings had some of the coolest jerseys back in the '90s mm. in the NBA. I don't know if they kept. I don't know if it's the same now as it was back then. Well, but, they're purple still, but I don't see much black in their color okay. scheme. Okay, and they had black jerseys with the purple and silver piping. That was the Chris Webber era. Yeah, looked awesome. Wisconsin's up by 15, 60 to 45, with 12 minutes to go. Purdue is up by 16, 36 to 20, with 15 minutes to go. So let's think what this means for Illinois. If that means okay. that Wisconsin. Wisconsin picks up a huge quad one win, and they would move to 11-6, and six, as well as if Illinois were to win tonight. Then you'd be with them, but you, and here's the thing about the tiebreaker, it's any 11-6 and six team, it's overall record, so we are 1-2 and two then if you factor in Michigan State. So you would be tied with, if Illinois won tonight and Wisconsin hangs on to win, those are the only other games that would affect the top of the standings, because Purdue right. and Indiana are both lower, you would be tied with Penn State, Michigan State, and Wisconsin. You went 1-0 against Penn State, 1-0 against Wisconsin, 0-2 against Michigan State. So you'd be 2-2 two and two against those teams. Okay. And then Michigan State, they would have split with Wisconsin, or did they just lose at Wisconsin? They just lost at Wisconsin. And then they lost at home to Penn State. Yep, so that's 0-2. So they'd also be 2-2. Two and two. But they'd have the advantage over you. Correct, because they beat you head-to-head. Okay, so what about Wisconsin then? So that means one win against <laughs> Michigan State. Uh-huh, one loss beat... against Illinois. Uh, that's 1-1. One and one. They 
Did they beat Penn State? I don't know if they played. I, I mean, have no idea. I need to go That's check one that out. That's 1-1. One. Assuming either that they're 1-2 and two or 2-1. Two and one. Long-winded way of saying I think Illinois would be the 4 seed. Okay, so we just need to check here. If Wisconsin lost to Penn State, which yes. they did not. They won, they won at Penn State on January That's 11th. That's right. Potter had a good game. They, they only played him once? Yeah. Okay, so they'd be 2-1. and one. So Wisconsin would win that tiebreaker. So us, Wisconsin, Michigan State. It would go... Would be 2-3-4. Not in that order, but just those would be the double buys. Yep. Penn State would be on the outside looking. Yes. In. Okay. But all this can change tomorrow, too. Oh, of course. Iowa went right. from second place to seventh, and now they're back in fifth in the span of 24 hours. And it is a case where you have the advantage of the schedule, sure. and if you do what if you need you to do, as I know that's been a, a mantra of Jeremy's the last few days, if you just do what you got to do, you will get a double buy. Which will be all the more frustrating if you don't do <laughs> what you got to do. What you got to do. All right, this break here on the 200 level is we're in the under 12 media timeout brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. Okay, so looking here at... Philosophical change. Nice little tagline here on Big Ten Network. So this is opponent free throw rate. Is that correct? Right, so like how many times you send the other team to the line. Last Which, year they were the 12th worst team in the country. This year they're the 12th best. That's insane. So there's 350 D1 teams. Yes, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, made free throw margin per game. The opposing team averaged five more made free throws than Illinois last year, and Illinois this year plus five. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Defe- defensive rebounding from 307 to 48. That's a huge jump. Now, on the other hand, of course, you aren't getting any steals. And Derek and I were talking about the other day, if you go to Ken Palm, Illinois is bright red in every offensive category in league play. They are 14th in the Big Ten in two-point shooting percentage and 14th in the Big Ten in three-point shooting. Not not even like 12th, right, where you go, okay, well, Nebraska and Northwestern are worse. They are the worst team in the Big Ten offensively. You know what that tells me is that we've often joked about, man, if we had Wisconsin style of play, would we get sick of it? Iowa with a nice free throw jumper after right there, Allen to back out. Yeah, Al- Allen ev- everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> He almost got a double-double against Nebraska, and I didn't even realize it. And probably played 20 minutes. Yeah, he did. So he's I love when he's on the court because things just happen. And, and they for tend some to reason, be positive for Illinois. It happens a lot in the first half, and I guess it's just because Underwood trusts DeMonte more defensively towards the end of a game, but Allen gets like almost no tick in the second half lately. Board here for Allen, a nice outlet pass to Ooh, Io with the take, and wow. he makes the free throw. That was pretty damn impressive. 16-11, to 11, Io runs into a camera guy, but he's okay. He's okay. Did it, did it bother you at all that Iowa was still in shooting free throws when you're up 12? A little bit. Just in terms of like, a little bit. please don't go down. <laughs> a three-point attempt here for Northwestern. Oh, no boy. good. That misses right, badly. Here we, go, here we go. And Kofi with a bad exchange to oh, Iowa. No. And yeah, you, you, you said, there we go, there we go. And then you turn around and before you know it, here's an 8 nothing scoring run for Illinois. And it is defense. Northwestern right now is relegated to shooting jumpers. A take here into the lane. And is that cop? Um, it's either young or cop. Yeah, they all look the I same. I can't, the same with the Iowa game. I can't call this racist if you must. Well, it's not racist to observe that 85% of Northwestern's players are white. I yeah. mean, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just saying they're all white. How is that? Okay. Out on Illinois. So back-to-back turnovers. Back-to-back turnovers when you could have, and I'm not going to go so far as to say you could have put the game away with 11 to go. Well, I don't know. Maybe not, I mean, but, you go up like 22 to 11 or something and... But you just see these bursts like this replay of Io's layup. You see that eight nothing run that you had, and you know that this team is capable of doing that multiple times sure. this game if they don't get in their own way. And what's yep. frustrating is some of those bad habits have started to creep back in. Io takes a seat here to get a breather, probably until the eight-minute media timeout. So right now, Northwestern, they get a moving screen again on hmm. Northwestern. Okay. So they are now to two fouls, Illinois at three, holding steady. All three of those fouls came in a 30-second 
span right, from yeah. George and Kipper. Two of which were from Kipper. And Cop goes to the bench after he was called for that screen. So here's how you got to make your run, boys. Miller Cop is on the bench. <laughs> yeah. It is prime time to make a run. So Trent bringing the ball across the timeline as we get to the halfway point of the first half. So far, so meh. Yeah, very meh. If, not, a, if not below meh. Below meh, but that 8 nothing run I hope is a harbinger of things to come. Sure. Trent still 0 for 2 with two ugly misses from deep, but... So let's just I, stop I with the I mean, whole, let's get Georgie going. My my bigger priority is getting Trent going. I'd agree with that. As almost bad pass there to Felice. Here's Kofi. Kofi. There He's go. on tonight, there man. 18 to 13. Kofi, I think, has seven or nine points, yeah. one of the two. And Illinois, I think right now, because they haven't made a three, correct? Not yet. Probably 16 of 18 points have been. In the paint. In the paint. Maybe the other one was like a free throw jumper from Io. I think I also had two free throw jumpers, and that's it. Two-point take here from Northwestern. It's going to stay with them, Can apparently. I, could, okay. could the ball stop? It feels like the balls are bouncing in their yes. direction a little bit. Yes. A lot of second and third chance opportunities, so Illinois could but do a better job playing on the board. Like, How is Kofi on the court facing Ryan Young and Miller Cop? Like, why is there a second chance? Don't sleep on Miller Cop. And here's my like sneaky racism sneaking back in, right? <laughs> Where it's like, why does Austin Davis get a rebound over Kofi? Oh, I know. You know? It's, I know. Like, it's frustrating. It, just, it fundamentally should not happen if you're 7 feet, 300 pounds. So Trent over-pursues on his guy. Kofi left a guy open for the three-point line, but Northwestern not making any threes right now, fortunately for Illinois. Five-point lead, 18-13. Hey, Demonte uh, made a two-point field goal against Nebraska. He dunked. That's right. That was another exciting moment in that game. Kofi again. <laughs> a nice feed from Allen, and it, Allen almost lost control of that, but gathered just enough for a quick little bounce past Kofi. So it's 20-13. to 13. And here comes Georgie. You're making your presence done. Well, this is why. Because you get to next dead ball, bring him in before the eight-minute media timeout. Yeah. Miss layup oh, for Northwestern, was... Illinois. Did you grab it? Oh, my God. Get the ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is, I mean, we're and still up seven. Tri it trickled through Kofi's legs, and it's like he's not even interested. <laughs> we got a case of the Butterfingers tonight, and somehow we're up seven. So, I just, hey, uh, if that's, if that's I know, I, solace. I, know. I just, I want Kofi to be the guy who takes your lunch. You know what I mean? I agree. And instead, it's like he takes uh, the snack that your mom packs for the afternoon. Correct. Right? Where, like, in moments, you're like, oh, man, what a flush. And then in other moments, you're like, why did he look completely disinterested in grabbing that rebound over a six foot three guy? We got Georgie time here. It's 20 to 13, 830 to go. So you get to the under eight media timeout with still a seven point lead. I consider that a win. Sure. Pass up top for Northwestern. There's eight to go on the shot clock. Feliz's guy breaks him down a bit. That's a bad two point jumper. And what they got it. Foul on Feliz, Feliz on the arm. Looks like it. Is this boo booey? No, it's not. I, I don't. Is that Spencer? Who's the, the, the lacrosse guy? The lacrosse guy. guy. Okay. Which I, I like the narrative that he's good at basketball because he's you know a two sport athlete with lacrosse. I can't think of anything that would translate less from one sport you would to think, another. Right? Yeah. Like football, golf, you know. Maybe. Right, golf, even hockey. You could argue because it's a small ball. You're trying to get into a net. He's but got a good stroke. Makes football, you know, you truck the guy on the lacrosse field. What What about lacrosse translates to basketball? I'm a little bit. Uh... I don't know. I look at this team, Trevor. You mentioned the bad Ken Palm offensive stats. And the really point bad. I was making before something, oh, my God. <laughs> we almost fumbled the exchange yeah. there, but we had the ball up six with 8-12 to go. But, yeah, I look at the collection of talent, and I'm I'm just puzzled why the offense yes. is not more consistent. Sure. Because we can take the ball to the hole a lot better than most teams. It's, it's, it's just frustrating to actually think about, and it sounds dumb to say it because this team has been good. So it's funny to say it's frustrating to think about what this team could be. 
as Io hits another mid-range jumper. Yeah, he's, I think, three for three on jumpers mm-hmm. tonight, right? But it is frustrating to think about what this team could be. Because they've still had, like, for a team that's going to go down as what? Probably the best team of the decade? Like, not even close? Yeah. And other than, I don't know, I mean, you could argue John Gross's first team that made a run, but I mean, come on. This team's been much better throughout and has better wins. Northwestern misses another three. Feliz takes it to the hole. That should be a goaltend. And Georgie just got stuffed. Georgie takes it in. He can't make anything. And this he's is over two. This is insane, Trevor. This is I said this on the podcast. Then right after the game against Nebraska, Bob Zupke had tweeted this out. Chuck Knobloch at second base for the Yankees could not make a throw yeah. to first. <laughs> no foul here on Demonte. It's like, well, it is basically having the yips, right? It is having the yips. And, and that's, that's a massive foul. <laughs> Trent will Trent go the line after the check. timeout. So here's the good news. Since Georgie's, Georgie, though, man. Right, well, so let's he, talk he about had a that. Point blank, nobody in front of him <clears throat> shot. It gets blocked. He grabs a rebound. He's, he's amongst the trees, if you will. There's three guys there with him. Puts it back up. Can't get it to go. It's unbelievable. And I say that. That's such a buzzword. And often we use that when it's not unbelievable. It kind of is, though. It is. So the the case of the Yips, the check knob block to first, and eventually they had to move him to left field. But unfortunately, you can't really move Georgie anywhere else. This is You're playing him. You at, already have. This right. is you having moved Georgie to left field. Right. You've delegated him to left field, which means now he's getting 12 minutes a game Hide off the him. bench yep. as Kofi's backup. And even with that, he had two point blank opportunities. These are layups for a six foot 10 guy. Yes. He doesn't think they're going to go in. Right. No. And, and again, it's like, I don't, you know, I'm not on the court, so I'm not going to say Georgie dunk it. I don't know if he could have dunked it, whatever. But there's just this, this sense of like fear, right? That I can sense just watching him. Like I, it, as an impartial observer, I should not feel Georgie's fear. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get tight watching him. Right. And right. I shouldn't feel that way as an impartial observer and a fan. Right, like I shouldn't be able to to connect with Georgie's feeling of uh, uh, make the dunk. This is what's odd, though, is as I look at Georgie's descent, and that's what it is right now. We thought the Valley was the Michigan State game, and it very well may be. Well, my point was Nebraska was just as bad, zero for six against a worse team. And so far, you got a quick foul, but whatever. That's not that big of a deal. But offensively, he's still looking terrible. And what? What is odd is that his personality, you think, would lend itself to not getting caught up in it. So it shows that it doesn't matter who you are, if it's athletics and maybe a musician would experience something like they can't play a G chord all of a sudden. I don't know. But this is this is bizarre for someone that was so good around the rim last year. Yeah. Now he's put back into his natural position. Now we could sit here and say that he was playing out of position in the first place. And I think maybe in a moment of candor, you will get Brad Underwood to say, listen, I gave him the minutes that he got early in the year based on what he did the year before, not based on what was best for this team. Sure, and maybe, but he said he's played a four his whole life. He was never a five in high school. Like The idea that he went... like Remember last year, we were sitting here saying, he's a four playing a five. He's Correct. not a true center. And we thought, oh, this is going to be so nice, he's a stretch four now. Right, so How I, about that? I, would, I would catch myself or anyone else if, if their automatic reaction to Georgie's struggles is, well, now he's playing out of position at the four because he played the five last year. Last year, he played the five for the first time in his life, right? And so, did an admirable yeah, job of it. I mean, this fair. is what's bizarre, though, is that you're right. Initially, he was a four coming in, a small five, and defensively, you knew that he could be a liability against fives. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I thought that the relegated role was going to loosen him up. 
And maybe mentally it did, but then all of a sudden you have the, uh, and this is post-Michigan State, you have the game at Rutgers in which he had a well, smaller role, and right. you felt like there was, okay, well, something to build on. I know you didn't get a chance to watch much of that first half, but I felt great about Georgie's first half against Rutgers. Absolutely. He knocked down a few shots, he was strictly getting post-touches, and he wasn't killing you. That's the other thing with Georgie is... Did I, he score against Rutgers? Uh, yeah, he scored twice, okay. I want to say. I think he had six points, all of them in the paint. Uh, it's just... I'll even take neutral right now, but like we're negative. You know what I mean? Like we're working where he's the only player in the plus minus against Nebraska. The only player. And the only thing that's going to get him back is making a bunny. Yep. And and maybe even that. I mean, he made a few bunnies, like you said, up at Rutgers, and that hasn't really mattered, unfortunately. Trent nope. makes the first free throw up nine with seven to go. It's 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 honestly baffling, and we can sit here and say, when is the last time you can remember a player going to, from so good to so bad in one season? Take out the context of freshman to sophomore, just any player in any Illinois season, going from breaking records to bench player 10 minutes, but he looks terrible even when he's out there. And I've never seen this. Right? I mean, there's no context. There's no comparison I can make. Hey, I remember back during so-and-so sophomore year, because the sophomore slump label gets thrown around. I sure. remember Corey Bradford... He had a smaller role because Frank and Marcus Griffin and all these other guys on offense came in, and Corey essentially became a three-point shooter, and a good one. But I remember thinking, well, he's not quite the same. Here's a goaltend on DeMonte. 24-16 Illinois with 6.53 to go. But anyways, I remember thinking, well, that I guess that's a sophomore slump. You know, he goes from 13 points a game to 9.8. Sure, but I think that was more so his role was reduced than like, Dorothy was given every opportunity to keep up the same numbers at the same consistent minutes rate. And now you're just being forced. And I think it's fair for you to say, look, Georgie kind of survived on more minutes even when he was struggling by merit just because of what he did last year. Right. Right. Whereas, say, this was fresh. This was fresh. This was Georgie's freshman year. I don't think you're leaving him in the starting lineup as long as Brad did. He got some benefit of the, uh, benefit of the doubt. <sighs> Looks like DeMonte shot a three, but his foot was on the line. No. No. Oh. I think it's a, th- a three second. Ah, Georgie. No, it's a foul on Georgie. I don't know, man. And this is the thing. It's one thing to miss shots. Well, that's it's, what I'm saying. You're actively killing your team. Actively. You're not just like zeros in the box score a la December DeMonte Williams, but you're not doing anything bad. And right? I, I get what Underwood's doing here. He's saying, I'm going to ride this out because it's Northwestern, and I want Kofi in there for the vast majority of the second half if this is a tight game. And Kofi just looked like you know he was just way out. He was gassed. He know. was gassed. He's been on the bench now for three minutes of game time, and then you include the under-eight media timeout. There's a, I'm sorry, but there's another <laughs> example right there where the, the rebound caroms to Georgie can't do anything, and Allen grabs it, but... Georgie grabs the offensive board. He and kicks, it out. kicks it out. Io, get up. <laughs> so r- one thing in defensive Illinois, having a hard time with these defensive rebounds, when Northwestern's missing, it is caroming off the rim yes. at a high velocity. They're missing badly. Trent with the three is way off. And guess who's Allen there, Allen again. <laughs> He's so good, man. Take it, out. And oh, Gosh. wow, he got it up and in. Wow. He is fun to watch. So he gets the layup. Sorry, he gets the layup after he gets the board. There were about three seconds almost in the lane, and I was worried they'd call yeah. maybe lane violation, but he was pause. very patient, and then he just had a nice little pivot foot move. Played up to put Illinois back up 10 with five to go. A layup take for Northwestern's Man. no good. <laughs> and you're starting Iowa. to see Northwestern's just not good, and Illinois takes it to the rim, but a travel on oh, no, foul on the floor. Good. Sure looked like he traveled, but... So now not. we got four fouls per team. And the way I'm seeing this, the only way we lose this game, Trevor, is if we just shoot ourselves in the in the foot repeatedly. Yeah. It looked like Io kind of took a second to come come up there. He was sort of, but he just he he just 
blew his way through the court. So now he is uh, going to the bench, fine. but that might have been planned anyways because now you get a longer breather before the under fourteen. Yeah, that wasn't a shooting foul. Guess no, not. It, it was on the floor. I, I think that's fine. All There's right. been other foul calls in the last two weeks, though. I feel like I've been hyper aware of, hey, that should be a shooting foul. Or an and one type of situation, too, where it's like that wasn't continuation. Like, <laughs> Well, the Maryland game at Ohio State, it felt like there were a bunch of those. Yeah, Maryland kind of got jobbed by the I felt they got game. totally jobbed in that game. Allen again. Allen Griffin, the- not to get creepy here, but in, I was taking a shower tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, I, I bet it's an Alan Griffin kind of night. And I was going to tweet it out, but I thought that's such a stupid thing to do because sure. it's so easy to hedge your bets and say, I have a hunch. Yeah, right. And, and then, then if you don't get it wrong, right, no like, one's going to call dude. you out on it. <laughs> what I did say, and I, I just hope, I'm trying to hope this into existence, is, oh, let's hope for a sleepy 15-point win. Northwestern makes a three here to bring it back within 10. But I said, let's hope for a nice, easy 15-point win. We don't really need to sweat it out. And since that, Let's say the 15-minute mark. Mm-hmm. Illinois is playing downhill. They're getting the easy shots. They have made – well, I think that was the first three, though. Yep. I feel like I should credit 85% of this run to Allen, the other 15 to Io. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. And Io with a couple great takes. negative 10% of it to Georgie. Okay, so here we go. We're going to have to have someone bail us out here on the shot clock. Trent back out to Feliz, and he can't make the three. That was missed badly. I will say Andres hasn't been like awful on his threes to the point where I'm convinced – what do we got here? So I don't get it. Are they going to count this? What is this? An away from the ball foul. Is that what they're going to call? So bad pass. Trent kind of No, th- it. so they're eh, going to call it on Trent. One. All right. <sighs> the guy doesn't even look like a basketball player. He looks like a, a yeah. dude. Just yeah. an average dude that's playing D1 basketball. Northwestern, like Nebraska, are people. throwing up some really, really ugly shots. Shots that don't look like they're even intended to be shots. Well, anywho, we're up eight, 29 to 21. I don't want this last sequence here because we're at the under four media timeout. So I think 350 to go, something like that. Michigan's uh, drawn close. It's now 70 to 64, Wisconsin up by six. How much time left? Because we'll probably be able to watch that. Four minutes and 33 seconds. Okay, so we'll probably catch the very end of that game. And then Purdue up 13 with eight to go against Indiana. I want Michigan to win just simply because the fact you got two against them and you got one against sure. Wisconsin should help you out a little bit more. Right, and you know, if you don't play Wisconsin again, you're going to be 3 and 0 against those two teams, two teams that at one point looked like they might win the Big 10, at one point looked like they might be on playing on Wednesday in the Big 10 tournament and now are right back up there. All right, so as we sit here about 38 minutes into this podcast, Illinois leading by 8. I got to think for the people, I've gotten some good feedback from Twitter folk from a couple friends that listen, they're like, you know, it, it's actually kind of nice to listen to the ebbs and flows of the game. Yeah, well, you're kind of sorting, you're, you're sort of holding yourself accountable to the opinion of the moment. Right. Whereas if you don't voice the opinion on a recording, you could easily say at halftime, like, well, that was a great game, great first <laughs> half, right? If Illinois closes right, right. on a 10 0 run. But no, there were parts of that first half where we're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. And as, it, as we come back out of this next time out, I'm hoping that, okay, let's say they make the free throw, you go up seven. To me, go into halftime double digit lead. Yes. That's that's the goal in my mind yep. because what that shows you is okay, Northwestern, really good first four minutes for them, playing with a fire under their butts or whatever cliche you want to throw out there. They made a few shots in this mini run. I guess you were up twelve. You were up twelve that? and now you're up eight. So okay. it's like a four oh run. It'd be a five nothing run if they make the free throw, so let's hope it's just a mini run. And get Kofi out there for the stretch run here and then get Io back out there because he had about a minute of game time, then the timeout to rest. Yeah. So you end, I think, with your starting lineup, minus DeMonte. Keep Griffin in there. Illini are 12 for 18 on twos. So they're shooting about 75% from within the arc. 
12 of 18? 12 of 18. So if you take away Georgie's misses, yes. About 75%. Right now, that's right. two-thirds. Yeah, that, yeah, right. And he has missed three? He has missed three bunnies. God, he just two needs to on make the same one. possession and then one on the next possession. Because you are limited if he's a liability. This well, idea... Again, it's like the turnover thing, right? Like the offensive fouls. Again, I, I, it's easy for me to say. I'd probably still be frustrated. But I wouldn't be that frustrated if he just missed four bunnies and you're like, ah, because a few of them roll off the rim, whatever. Even if it happens a few straight games. it's The problem is the offensive fouls the lackadaisical attempt at a rebound, the stupid pass that just errantly goes out of bounds, those are the problems. Offensive fouls are considered turnovers, correct? Yes. I think they count. Yep. And he's had a lot of those. Live ball turnovers, right? Okay, so bearded dude is from that Northwestern. Cop? I need to start learning No, this faces. is not Miller Cop. Miller okay. Cop looks like he's 15. Got it. This guy just looks like a dude, but he had a nice move there <laughs> and a nice like finish. looks like a dude. <laughs> Trent and Georgie, though. If you think about going into the season, if we're saying, well, what guys do you hope you can count on? Those would be, be two of the top four. For sure. I would I, think. I think. I think any Illinois fan before the season that was voicing why they thought this year would be good surely included both Trent and Georgie in that first sentence. Yeah. Northwestern showing a bit of full court pressure, but no problem breaking that. Yeah, it wasn't really Mar- like Maryland's. It was kind of a intense. half-hearted full court pressure. And I would say, More oh, look, we well. didn't get started on the offense until 20 seconds in the shot clock, but that's kind of normal. Right. Anyways, More Iowa the three, he nails it. <laughs> I do think it's important, like you just said, on the two possessions that Northwestern has played zone, it's a Kofi Duncan and Io three. Because I still don't like Illinois' offense against the zone, but if you can kind of dissuade Chris Collins from even running the zone. Yes, so Io makes the three. He has what eleven now? I mean, he he's has got eleven. Kofi's five for five and has ten points. Okay. So your studs are being your studs right now, and this is where Trent. All of a sudden, if he gets going, you can make a run. Sure. If Georgie stops being liability, absolutely, you can make a run. It feels like a lot of these, you know, big prognostications is a nice take there from this Northwestern guy, Kofi. Come on, Ryan block Young, it, please. Is Ryan Young okay? I mean, hey, is he, he fine? He was good in the first game against Illinois. He's a freshman. A I, freshman. I, wow. I don't know. Is he from Illinois? I have no idea. He kind of reminds me of Mav Morgan a little bit, a little which, bit. which isn't like a horrible Not thing. Not at all. Not a good entry pass there from Io. So that's a turnover. Northwestern to bring it within five. They don't make it. Bad three. And oh, oh. that's a foul. What? And they aren't going to call Feliz getting hit in the face. Right. from. And Feliz is keeping his cool. <laughs> Come on, man. I, that'd be, that's very frustrating because... That is still a foul, correct? I, mean, I would even think if you're both so. Even if you're both ball. going for the ball, you can't like shoulder check a guy in the face. I wouldn't think. Yeah, so are they going to go monitor? About it. They're, they're thinking about it. I, uh, per Underwood's plea, I think Terry Weimer's considering going over there and looking at it. Now, if Underwood does anything like he did the Penn State game, you know, he's saying, now, Terry, you're a better official than that. That's <laughs> I, that's his Somehow approach. I is, doubt that's what he's saying. I, I tried that with my kids like, hey, guys, you know, you're better than that. <laughs> Even if I'm not necess- necessarily sure if that's true, you you got to say that because it's like you try to build them up. We should all act like we're mic'd up in life. Yes. We'd all be better people. And Oh, look, Ryan Young grabs a rebound over Kofi because that's what happens. And he's going to the line, fell on Kofi. You see, I don't like this right now, Trevor, because they're starting to feel good. And you know what I hate is if I don't feel good going they're into halftime, around. i got to stew in that for 15 yes, minutes. yeah. And I hate that 15-minute period. I just grab the rebound. I know. I know, I know Young's tall. But Kofi's taller. <laughs> Kofi's taller. Kofi's bigger. Kofi's arm is twice as thick as Ryan's. I just, I just wish he'd just grab the rebound. So that foul there, Kofi's arms came down a bit. Is that where yeah, the foul comes in? I guess. Ryan Young oh misses the first gosh. one badly. I will say that despite Northwestern's 24 points, feels like at least 12 of them have come on shots that are just horridly ugly. Can I play conservative coach here for a second? Sure. I take Kofi out. Really? 
I do. With the game with one fell. teetering into single digits I know. and two to go. I know. Okay. Maybe what I do is I get I get a possession here where I score, right? And then if yeah. there's another dead ball and you get back up eight or something, then yes, I think I consider it. Okay. Would there be any consideration to ever running out of lineup without Kofi or Georgie? Because at this I point you, you can't you can't play Kofi the whole half, right? No, and I don't but know. But at who this point, against... Georgie's just ab- actively killing you. Like, would it would it be that awful to throw Tev at the five for two minutes, or even Hamlin? I don't know. He'd throw the vaunted Ryan Young. Shoot it. I mean, honestly, would Hamlin kill you as much as Georgie's killing you right now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, for, I'm talking like for a minute, not 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 for an extended right, stretch. Right, right, right. By the way, Trent misses another deep three. Uh, looks like an offensive foul, hey, though. Hey, we had a break there. Okay. Trent draws the charge. So Illinois with a minute 30 to go. Another cop, not a fan of that call. That name just bothers me. I know he didn't choose his name. But well, it's cop. K-O-P-P. I know. Cop. And it's just such a Northwestern name. He's such a <laughs> Northwestern player. Remember John Sherna? Was he the one who had the weird shooting? You know, John stroke, Sherna, out he... of all the North... Yes. John okay. Sherna, out of all... That's two on cop. Hey. Uh... But John Sherna, out he of all the North, no, he didn't. Okay. I don't know why. I kind of like John Sherna. There Scherna. was another white guy after Sherna and before McIntosh, and I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking um, about. I can't pick up the name There was one guy either. named Mark Atulio. He always pissed me off. Kofi misses a bunny. I, it's, just, it's a layup. It's, it's just a little weird. And maybe it's just a freshman being a freshman. It's just, I don't know. It, it just it, it, it seems like sometimes he doesn't have... As Underwood calls a timeout. timeout. He's okay. a little frustrated. By the way, Underwood <laughs> didn't call a timeout the entire Nebraska game. Hey, I mean, I, I what I did like, I felt like that game was more of a mental challenge than anything. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Can you get Rainy up after Monday? Right? Yeah, can you get up after five days off against a team that you mentally? If these are young guys, and you're going to think that you can waltz in and just beat them. Sure, at home. your I coach was missing in practice the last three days because he had the flu. True. I don't know how much that matters, but there was certainly a. A sort of sleepy atmosphere. Yeah, to me, the closeout of that game, the way that they closed it out, was reassuring sure. in a way that I didn't think we were going to get a reassuring result with you know even ten minutes to go in the game. I was worried we were headed for stand up and shout territory. <laughs> yeah, which, with ten minutes to go. You, if I would have been in the crowd, and <laughs> I was talking with my dad about this, how he, I said something on the last podcast of how I don't always like being at the stadium because I feel captive. Yeah, and I I need to move around I or I need that. to express my frustrations well, you're sort of like frustrated. along for the ride of the emotions of the crowd too right yes like you can't single-handedly be the only one who's getting upset at georgie say because you look like a maniac in the exactly. middle of the crowd so down here it's like well okay we get carte blanche to say whatever we want sure northwestern now within six so after the underwood timeout io misses a quick shot which i don't mind it was his first miss from mid-range tonight it seemed like the 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 emphasis there was go two for one with a quick io make but he I, didn't make it. This is the skeptical fan coming in, Trevor. I'm having flashes of a missed shot, and Northwestern takes it down, and they end up only down three at half. Oh, boy. Let's not have that, shall I know. We? I know. Trent, Trent passes up another three. A little floater. A little floater. It's good. Oh, wow. Nice take. And now Collins calls timeout? Yep. Yep. Okay. And nice to have the old fire stick buffering tonight. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to see Northwestern on offense. It's <laughs> pixelation. 280p quality. <laughs> Stupid Wi-Fi. You suck, Comcast. Why is... Okay, this is just a total aside, but why are things like Wi-Fi not better? I know. Just in general, I mean. It, it's it's 2020, and we had a phone interview the other day on the show, and he just dropped. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he's calling from a car phone from 1990. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's 2020. 
And it's got nothing to do with our technology. I mean, we've got an updated computer in there with the phone system. Like, why does a phone call on a radio show sound like it's from 1990? Yeah, and I, I fully admit that it's a first world problem. You know? Oh, it for sure is. But it's it, just like, <laughs> like, why do I have to go reset my router? Well, I got a okay, couple. There's like, there's a supercomputer three miles that way that's calculating exactly when there's going to be a tornado in five months, and yet I'm over here sitting here and I can't watch Io Sumo in HD. We got a Chrome cart in my class of 30 <laughs> Chromebooks, and two of them just won't turn on. But what people and they're recently fixed my, and they just right. won't turn on. So my point is, I, I would, I would, I would stress to further wonder why that happens because people go, oh, okay, they don't turn on. Why? Why? It's a piece know. of technology from a year ago made by Google in Silicon Valley and it won't turn on. I just, I don't get it. Northwestern misses a shot and that's it. You get the rebound. Okay, so we're up eight at halftime. You know, I was thinking <sighs> should be up more, but. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take fine. it. You avoided the big momentum turning run. Plenty you of Illinois fans. Two in opportunities there. to ruin it there. What I thought was a pretty shaky half, and you're up eight. Now, yeah. I think that says more about Northwestern than it does Illinois' performance, but when you're on the road, this would be their fifth Big Ten win. You, yeah. you take it. There was actually a highlight on, I think, the official line I basketball feed today of the 2009 game, and I forgot about this at Northwestern. I remember this game. Where Illinois had to come back from 14 down yeah. with five minutes and to go. Yeah, McKamey had the game-winning shot. Was that right? I think that's right. And it I was, mean, it wasn't like a buzzer beater, but... No, no, no. But it was a great comeback, and that Illinois team was ranked 19th yes. in the country. Yep. They finished with a four seed in the tournament, but Chester was out. They lost. Not saying that excuses them losing to Western Kentucky. Sure. It does not. Hey, Wisconsin's up two on Michigan with 40 seconds left. Well, here's what we're going to do. ESPN We're going to flip to that, and we're going to take a break here on the 200 level so we can get some of this audio processed and be back for the second half. Hopefully it's a nice, easy, breezy 20 minutes of game action. We'll be back. It is the 200 level. It is the 200 level, back in the basement for the start of the second half. Illinois, Northwestern, the rematch. The rematch. 34-26. Derp-de-derp. <laughs> you got to throw in the South Park derp-de-derp. So uh, Wisconsin won and Purdue won. Okay. Just heads up. So that's where we're at right now. Illinois, if they win, would I think for tonight be in the top four with Michigan State and Wisconsin. Yes. Because they have the tiebreaker advantage over Penn State based on overall record against right. teams at 11 and 6. Right. Okay. Now, I think. I think news, if we figure that out. <laughs> I, think, I think that's correct because Penn State, I think, is 1 and 2. Illinois yeah. and Wisconsin would each be 2 and 2. And then, yes. Well, well Michigan State, too. Right. Oddly enough, our two losses to Michigan State, there are two wins against us. But anyways. It does kind of stink that the only teams as Trent finally there, that's a big a one. corner three. So it's an 11-point lead with 19-20 to go, 37-26. It stinks a little bit that the teams that you might ultimately be tied with towards the top are basically the only teams in the conference that you haven't done well against. Yeah. I guess that makes sense logically. But like if you think about it, really the only teams that Illinois has played poorly against were what, Michigan State and Iowa? And those might be the two teams that you end up being tied with. That's true. But the Iowa thing, at least you have a say sure. in that yeah, by the end true. of the year. I think that loss at Michigan State was big for our chance. Iowa's loss at Michigan State was big for our chances yeah. to get that double by. Iowa with another mid-range. He's feeling it tonight. Four for five from mid-range. Yeah. Yeah. And the one that he missed was a front, off the front end of the rim. It was weird. But Boy, Northwestern wants to take quick shots, and they've made two. Okay. So don't start trading buckets here, Illinois. But Illinois does have one more point on the half than Northwestern does. 
weird kind of scroll effect across the screen. I'm there. telling you, I feel like I'm watching something in 1995. I got the door upstairs open to try to get that Wi-Fi feeding down here <laughs> to a strong two megabytes per second. Okay, so so to 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 further <laughs> pontificate off my technology rant, yeah, I find it even weirder that sometimes turning off technology and going to bed and then waking up actually makes it better. A little bit, yeah. Like in a, in a technological sense, it shouldn't make any sense. As Kofi, whoops. I feel like Kofi just needed to not put up a 12-foot floater jumper yeah. thing, but whatever. So he gets a dumb foul after that, too. That's his okay. second, so hopefully not something to watch. by, who was that? Uh, don't tell me. That's that's not Ryan Young. I don't no, know No, I is. think it's Rob Bain. Not Rob Bain. Rob that's Bain. Football right. player. Rob Barron, I think is his name. Now, I don't want another repeat of that Nebraska first four minutes of the second half where Nebraska came out guns blazing, matched you, and then actually went on a run themselves. And there's another floater for Northwestern. They're getting easy shots, and Illinois uh-huh. looks lackadaisical. Now that eight-point lead is to seven with 17.40 to go in the half. That's Boo Booey. And it's no fault of his own, but the fact that his name is Boo Booey and he plays in Northwestern just really aggravates me. It's a Brevin Pritzel-like thing where if Pritzel... I mean, Pritzel could be a five-star recruit. He's not. And a travel on Trent. And even if he was, I'd still be annoyed because his name is Pritzel. So, yeah, not a great start. Seven turnovers, seven-point lead. All right. Might be a good time to remind you that the 200 level is brought to you by DPDO. Order online at dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Great for office lunches, things like that. Obviously great for late-night snacks. And there are a few places where you get better bang for your buck for what you pay for and how full you are after you have a DP Doe Calzone. So that's dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. Right now, still a seven-point lead for Illinois, a shot from Northwestern, misses badly, Illinois with the board, and in transition, we'll see if they get anything on this. Pull-up jumper from Trent is okay. good. Okay. So good to see him making shots. It's back to a nine-point lead. He lost lead. his headband, and he's made two in a row. He had it in the first okay. half. Maybe it's... Maybe he's moderately stitious. I did think about the whole superstitious discussion we had, I think, two games ago, right? Yeah, right? just a little stitious. I'm moderately stitious because there's a particular soap, not back to the shower discussion here, but <laughs> there's a particular soap that I, soap that I use because I had a new bottle and I have one that still has a little bit left in it. Sure. So right before the Penn State game, I used the new bottle. Okay. And I've been using it ever since. So hopefully that gets this little winning streak huh. to continue. All right. It's by this thing called Harry's, not Harry Black. I've, this, I've heard of that, yeah, yeah. it's nice. Nice take here from Feliz, and we're back up to an 11-point lead, 43-32, to 32, and a quick timeout for Northwestern. Okay. Good counterpunch from yes, Illinois yeah. after Northwestern nailed a couple shots. I think that's one of their biggest strengths this year. Do you agree? I would absolutely agree. counterpunching? The thing that's interesting about this anybody. team is I have this weird lack of faith in a lot of games because I see these offensive struggles, and I think, well, God, how? And then I look back at the schedule, and I think, how do we beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin? Right. How do we win both against Michigan? <laughs> yeah. Not, not that they're great teams, but I'm also thinking, how good are we? Well, maybe the greatness, not greatness, but the very goodness, comes in the fact that mentally, I got to give them props. They're a mentally tough team. Sure, and that's the contradiction, though, right? It is, when, because they're where kind of boneheaded out, sometimes. Right, where I described earlier in the year, I think their biggest problem is that they're dumb sometimes. But then at the same time, it feels like their mental fortitude is the reason why they win close games. Absolutely. So it's so it's it's a weird juxtaposition to have your biggest problem be sometimes you're just kind of floating out there, and then your biggest strength be you're dialed in. Yeah, and there's a lot of reasons why this team is getting kind of the sexy pick for they make a deep run. i, I got to be honest, full disclosure, and maybe I said this at halftime. I don't think I said it on, on the air during the first half, but I don't agree that this team is 
And we, no one's saying that it's likely Illinois makes a Final Four. No one's doing that. But they become the sexy pick, and I don't see yeah. that. But I do understand how the argument could be made that best-case scenario, this team's best-case scenario, scenario is higher than a lot of other teams. Sure, I think the ceiling is high. I still think you look at the offense. Are you really telling me that a team that hasn't consistently shot well game to game all year is going to be able to shoot well and they're going to have to be able to shoot well in like six games six in two games weeks in a row because you, <laughs> like, you don't get the Nebraska no level no. opponent to kind of bail you out now to Illinois credit in that seven game win streak I think the weakest win would be Northwestern at home you know they were winning yeah. on the road at the likes of, I know Purdue kind of stinks now but the likes of at Purdue at Wisconsin and at Michigan make made me think well okay Maybe whatever method this team has of winning, despite not being very fun to watch on offense, it's good enough in in today's college basketball. Sure, and I, I suppose you could argue. Well, what does it take? Six wins to win the tournament? Is that right? Six wins. I and, guess and it you sounds could argue so easy that, when you say that. Yeah. Oh, we got win six streaks wins. seven earlier this year, so not a problem. I guess you could argue that they could muck it up for six games, and it, the offensive shooting woes wouldn't matter if they won every game, fifty-five to fifty. But the, uh, my, to agree with your point. At a certain stretch, you're going to reach the Elite Eight and face, I don't know, Kansas. Right. And you're not going to be able to muck it up against Kansas. No, no, you you won't. Now, I do think that you mentioned the six games. And I remember being younger thinking, God, that's, I mean, that's all you got to do. Right. <laughs> and, and then there's the other thought, and this is so simplistic, and there's no depth to this. But I, I remember thinking for some of these games, well, I mean, someone's got to win. <laughs> And I'm thinking, why can't we just be on the lucky side of those sure. tournament bounces? Because Illinois, in their history, it is feast or famine, it feels like. Yes, I'd agree with that. I it's, think this year, especially given the context of other teams and the way Illinois has performed in the past in tournaments, feels very uh, MLB-ish. Yeah. Right? In the sense agree. that, you know, like the Pirates might be the worst team in the playoffs, as they show Lovey with... Grandson, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. He's in his jeans. There's, he the, always he the, always looks good. He I does. Mean, he the, wears the, the Illinois stuff great. If he just won more, I'd be like, I yeah, thought it was funny. Guy, there was an you know? extremely lukewarm reaction to Lovey against Nebraska. They showed him <laughs> well, again, and it was like, like hey. no like, one's. And, it and wasn't people, like stand up and cheer. Uh, another Georgie. foul on Georgie. Yep. That's okay. raise that hand, three? Georgie. That's three. It's getting to what's the point territory here. Now well, he's in that, there. He's in I'm there saying, until though. the under sixteen media. It's 16.03, so I, I think just, the next dead ball you go to a timeout. I, I, mean, I guess it sounds naive at this point, but I didn't think it could get any worse. It is getting ham, and this I don't know how Hamlin would look. There's a but reason it doesn't matter is my, is my argument. Right. At this point, he's the replacement level player. Oh, he left him open. You, and you Georgia see that? doesn't come out and help. Yep. And I don't want to single the guy out, but it's one thing to, to stink in all facets of the game. And here's the problem, though, that a lot of those facets now are just purely lazy or messy. Yes. That that goes beyond missing shots. Yep, like you said, shooting yourself in the foot. And he can't pull up the board there. Northwestern with a chance to bring this in. And it just feels like when he's out there, bad things happen. Well, that's what I mean is that regardless as to whether or not even he's the one making the mistake. And foul a foul on Kipper. Kipper. Get them out of the game. That's it. They cannot play the rest of the game. And that, Liabilities. Yeah. And honestly, that would sort of be my counter to Illinois can win the national title, right? Exactly. You, you need to unfortunately play them or... Well, here's the good news, though. In a tournament setting, it's going to get to the point where you just don't play Georgie. Right. That's what I mean. You, you yeah. just don't. And, and you're at a point now where I don't think you can against Northwestern on the road with 16 minutes to go. He's ne He needs to sit. He's done yeah, he for tonight. He cannot right. play again because right there, not solely because of him, but now it's becoming this weird 
mental thing that has probably spread into the rest of the guys on sure. the court thinking, well, Georgie's out, something bad's going to happen. Sure. It was an 11-point lead. Now it's a, f- what, six-point It's point a six-point lead? lead about yeah. to be five. Yeah. Brought to you by... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Fourth and Kirby, they they hooked me up. They I ordered the orange T-shirt with the blue Illini script font, which is really cool, and I'm hoping to wear it tomorrow, but that I'm not wearing it if nice. we lose. Okay. So... But anyways, they also sent me one of those blue, the 80s belong the Alana t-shirts. These are high-quality, vintage-inspired t-shirts. So I got to be honest, as a Nike guy, Nike's not doing it for me with the Alana apparel. Oh, they're, they're screwing it up big time. Yeah, it's, it's just all ugly. It's too I, much blue, not enough I don't like the orange. design, first of all. No. And then second of all, if you go to the Nike website, you go to the Illinois website, there's hardly any Nike gear anywhere. I mean, you wouldn't even know Illinois is a Nike school right now. So Fourth and Kirby, go to fourthandkirby.com, coupon code the two hundred level or two hundred level. Either Big one time. works. If you're in Champaign Urbana, you can just go to the Illinois Union Bookstore because they have a nice selection of Fourth and Kirby apparel right there in their clothing section. So that's fourthandkirby.com. All right. Well, here's what's going to happen. We're going to come back from the break. Let's just presume that Northwestern makes the free throw. I want to find Georgie's plus minus for the evening. And I know that's an imperfect stat, sure. but uh, so Kipper's at a minus six. Georgie's at an even zero, which actually surprised me that he's been that high. Hmm. But it's just, look, Kofi's a plus 10. And Georgie's plus nine, sorry. And yeah. Georgie's zero. And was maybe that was only Georgie's second foul a little bit earlier. Kipper does have three. And I felt like Kipper was actually becoming a reliable guy for yeah. about 10 minutes off the bench. Yeah. It's a bad night for Where's him. Where's Allen? Allen hasn't played yet in the second half. He needs to play more. I mean, just seven points, three of three from the field. One three-pointer, six boards, one assist, no turnovers. Four turnovers for Io, which is a little, a, weird. a little bit weird, and I'm hoping that was just a weird case of the willies. I think my argument overall with Georgie now is he's killing you to the point where I'm not really sitting here considering who he's coming out in lieu of. Right, like I'm not sitting here going, well, Kofi's got two fouls, you got to balance it, or well, Tevian sort of rushes. His sh-. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't now, matter. Right? Right now. Like my mindset is simply get him out. And I'm not worried about whether Jermaine Hamlin will be able to help you or if Tevian should come in for him. It doesn't matter. Just get him out, right? I agree. And it's to the point where, okay, you've had a lot of time off between halftime and then two (laughs) full timeouts in the first five minutes of action here. Hey, Ryan Young, by the way, had a 4.0 GPA in the fall quarter. Right. No Young's one cares. Big Ten graphic is that he's got a 4.0 GPA. The student athlete thing, we don't care. By the way, only school that didn't, uh, Georgie's still out there, by the yeah. way. Only school that didn't accept me, Northwestern. Wow. I got a 31 on the ACT. Thought I wrote a damn good essay. Got Matt, what was your essay fun. to them about? Because uh, you were for journalism, yep, correct? To them, it was uh, something about family adversity, and I wrote about my grandpa who had Alzheimer's. Okay. I thought it was a great paper. Yeah. And, you know, I got into a bunch of places. You know, I had, I had my safety schools. Missouri offered me some money. Didn't take it. Okay. I was actually supposed to visit the weekend that, if you remember, there was like a KKK yes, thing going on there. I remember there. the whole race, racial tension. I was supposed to there. visit that weekend. So we went ahead and, you know. Postpone that. Didn't do that one. <laughs> Trent, another deep three yeah. misses. And look, there's, oh, I thought Alan, I, thought I thought would have had the board. At least he's in the game. Anyway, it's, it's a point five being, point uh, lead. Northwestern. <clears throat> Northwestern. Uh, Allen getting bodied up here by the bearded dude. And uh, good defense. And, uh, I mean, really, that guy probably should have made it. But, you know, when Allen's out there... That that example of Allen's rebound is something I want to see Kofi do. (laughs) And Allen hits a three on the other end. (laughs) He's so... Listen, the swag that boiled over at Purdue, okay, in in a negative way, when he stepped on the guy's chest. And I'm thinking, God, Allen, all you got to do, and this is over and back, a nice break for Illinois. And they can very quickly reverse the 6-0 run that Northwestern had. 
It, it, you know, it, it started with the trash talking the Missouri game, which at first well, it started I, with Miami when he checked right. Chris likes for no reason. And I, I remember thinking, huh? Then the trash talking against Missouri, my first reaction was, well, we're losing. What the heck? But then I sure. thought, you know what? At the same time, the way that this team was constructed, Io, it's his plays that lead to swag. Right. Right. It's not the other way around, right? And when Georgie's giving you nothing, who cares if he's jumping up and down? Exactly. So when Allen, the spark plug off the bench, who just makes things happen? Yep. And, and I think he should continue coming off the bench. To be honest, with I agree. You. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't really care as long as he gets twenty five plus minutes a game the way he gets them. Because I think the problem is if Allen doesn't come off the bench, your entire bench rotation is Demonte misses a three. Your entire bench rotation coming into a game at any given time will be Kipper and Georgie. Right. And that's just like an empty waste of, of subs. Exactly. And to me, the starting lineup, because you have the three guards out there, the DeMonte factor on offense isn't as big of a deal. Agreed. Because you got the, the force down low with Kofi. Sure. And you you'd, have... you'd be feeling that a lot more if you didn't have Kofi on this team, right. for example, right? Right. Uh, are we just calling a... F- they're calling a foul? I thought Kofi tipped it out of bounds. And do they call it on Kofi? That's the big question here because, um, I mean, I guess he was grabbing arm his hooked arm. in there, but that's pretty weak. I don't think they called if they did. Wow. That's three on Kofi. So here's a factor, but at the same time, okay, Georgie, <laughs> we keep waiting for. All just, right, so uh, let's let's note again. You're back up to eight, right? Now it's six. Io misses his man, and that's not on Georgie at all. I know, but. <laughs> Are you saying that it's a trickle down? It's, it's not. It's not at all. No, I mean, I he just came in this game, but I. It's so bad that I'm almost tempted to be like, "Damn it, Georgie!" When it has nothing to do with Georgie. Well, he's got some size. It looks like on this Northwestern guy. If yeah, that who's matters. that? I don't know. I'm not sure. Number four for Northwestern. The problem is, if you're Io at the top of the key, are you feeling good about giving Georgie no. a paint touch? No. I mean, you're almost resistant to doing it. I would. Io takes it, draws the foul. And you saw it right there because I think in, in what would have happened in the past, he would have tried to kind of float it over the yeah. traffic to Georgie for an easier layup. I was going up against three guys I mean, there, and he does get fouled. There, he gets yeah. fouled all over. So maybe he would have taken that regardless, even if it was a game back in December. But yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you that as he's taken it to the hoop, he's got tunnel vision where Georgie, I, I'm sorry, man, I, I got to do well, this. I, I think his worst, I think Georgie's worst moment, honestly, this year was against Nebraska there when he had that little hook shot, and he just like, it's like he was throwing a Nerf football. He yeah. bricked it off the yeah. backboard. I mean, there were audible like gasps. I'm not even kidding in the stadium. Like, what? What, like, what are you doing? Well, there is a long-term concern here too. Sure. Because you did sort of assume. I still think he's a talented player. Is that weird? Well, he gave you enough of a, you know, enough context this freshman year to say that there's something there. But if this goes on much longer, I mean, you're not talking about, like, is Georgie going to be here? Correct. But at the same time, it's like, what can you count on him for ever? Here's going to be a defensive rebound opportunity for him. Oh, they called a foul on DeMonte. Was that a shooting or, foul? I don't know. It looked like Chris Collins was almost mad, but it, there, He's going to go the line. line. We're letting him hang. Fouls. We're letting him hang, Trevor. You definitely now, are letting now him here's, hang. Now, you have not let them chip into, the, after all this, the lead right. is still eight. It might be less than that. I is. think six has been the lowest it's ever been. Is this Larry Nance's half. kid? Yes, this is. Yeah, Pete Nance. Pete. That's an old school What about name? Larry Nance Jr.? Is he the junior of someone else? Hmm. Or maybe he's playing brothers. on the Cavs right now. Yeah, that's right. He's but there brothers. wouldn't be room for a third generation in that timeline. I don't know. Okay, so now it's a seven-point game. He makes the first free throw. So you're going to have to ride with Georgie a bit, I guess. If it's, I mean, I understand. No. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I, you're right. It's just my, my reaction is because the, the reason why you're saying that comment 
as you're thinking about the other options. But my point is I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to ride with him. I'm not even talking about, well, what, well, then who's coming in? I, know oh, I, other, get I don't care. My answer is I don't care. 10 minute, you can't go past the 10 minute mark, I think. You, you got 246 until that moment. The question will be, does Northwestern continue to chip in the lead while Kofi's not out there? Right. And there's two reasons why Kofi's a bigger factor, I think. Wow, no foul call that Matt Allen just runs into a guy. See, I feel like players are actually resisting giving Georgie the ball. Yes. Great Alan find to Allen three. for a wide open three. That's a that's a three big one. Three for three on threes is and, Allen. And what, what's happening right now is Illinois stemming the tide, and Allen Griffin's having a big part of that. He had a three when it was a five-point yep. game. And then again another when, three it when it was a six-point game. I'm right? not good with math. Okay, so it's a nine-point lead for Illinois again. 12.08. It's almost hard to value what he brings. I'm it serious. Is. Like I'm trying not to be too, you know, in the moment, but it's almost hard to properly value the amount of uh, just energy he brings. What What is frustrating though is I'm seeing Northwestern now. They're starting to make the mid range jumpers. They're starting to feel a little bit good about themselves. You're trading buckets essentially. You're trading you're buckets doing. like you were against Nebraska, and the defense, which was kind of this team's calling card, I think Underwood said something after. I don't know if it was after the Penn State game or after Nebraska, but the, the defense was worrying him as much, if not more. Yeah, than that was offense. after Rutgers when your offense couldn't hit a shot. Right. And you thought, and he came out and said that quote, and I'm like, really? But yeah, I mean, All okay, right, we're so going... the under 12, seven point lead. Okay. Ugh. Just don't don't turn into a trading bucket this fest with freaking Northwestern. Hasn't it? Yeah. Stupid snow. And I get it's snow, February. Dark, Nebraska, Northwestern. Northwestern. Blah. Bunch of blah. <laughs> I mean, Sunday, I hope, is a lot of fun. I hope so, too. But it's not going to be as much I, I, I fun think, if we lose this stupid game. I think game. it has the potential to be. Obviously not if you lose this one. Um, let's see here. Trying to find a good nugget on Twitter. Yeah, as you do that, a reminder, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. All their representatives are Champagne urbana products. So whether it's life, auto, home, business, renters, it is Brian Hansen, your State Farm agent, online at brianismyguy.com. Illinois is 6 for 11 on field goals in the second half, but Northwestern is 8 for 11. Can that continue for Northwestern? So they've made Trevor? essentially 75% of their shots. Yeah, more than that almost, right? Well, I'm not, no, I'm I guess not good not at math well, either, yeah. so who knows? Uh, well, if they make their next one, they're 75%. I don't know why Illinois seems to be having trouble with these, like, it sounds almost... I don't even want to call it like a Northwestern ISO play because Northwestern has no good players. But a few times now it's been either Bowie or Cop or Nance who essentially just takes it himself and he's either fouled or he makes the mid-range shot. You had the dunk from not Ryan Young, the other guy yeah. earlier. I don't know if it was a dunk or a layup. And, and Look, one. you're going to need stops. Uh, well, you and Here's the thing. if we're You had an 8 nothing run in the first half that gave you the space to begin with. Yes. And it was a mix of Northwestern not making shots and some pretty good defense as well. I don't think it's going to take a paramount defensive effort to get this thing done, but I'm surprised at the ease with which Northwestern is getting shots for themselves. And some of them are mid-range jumpers, and you can live with that. That's but, the second time this year against Northwestern we've sat here and said we're surprised at the ease in which Northwestern is knocking down shots. And maybe it's a weird matchup thing. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's very interesting because the Penn State game, in a really weird way, I felt more comfortable. But I think the reason is uh, yeah, that was the kind of game when I went in with the presumption that we were going to lose. All the context was on your side. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. Right. So this is really a lose-lose situation unless a team wins by 20, right? Well, A quad four no, road I, game. Like, There's I, I no it. way to, to come away feeling good unless you win by 30. Do you get penalized for not winning by a lot on the road in a quad I don't four think game? So. Okay. I, I don't think they even look. I mean, we uh, The other day when we talked to Brad Evans – 
he referenced the team sheets, the one sheets that the that the committee actually looks at. They're available online in PDF form, hmm. updated every morning on NCAA.org or whatever it is. And I looked at it, and it's like the least aesthetically pleasing piece of paper. I mean, it's just a bunch of word jargon. Mm-hmm. There's no graphics. There's no colors because they're trying to remain as you know neutral and unbiased as possible. Does it have the team's name on it? It does have the team's name on it. Okay. But it'll just say like Illinois, Q1, Q2, Q3 with the names of the wins, mm-hmm. the record, this, that. There's not any room for an asterisk like, well, they only beat Northwestern by eight. Yeah, the they, they struggled mightily in two games against Northwestern. Now, of course, you could probably dig in deeper if you're on the committee by you know looking them up, going to Ken Palm, whatever. But just to glance at it, I don't think they even remotely pay attention to stuff like a 10-point yeah. win versus a 15-point win versus an 8-point win. I made a point to Isaac during the Nebraska podcast because we rode the wave in that one, and I hope to not ride any more waves let's, in let's the rest get of out the, of the water. Right, get, get out of the water here. <laughs> Pat Pat Spencer, of course, fourteen points. Is he the lacrosse player? He, I don't know. I think Maybe he is. I think that was the name I saw yeah, on Twitter earlier about lacrosse. But he's he looks good. I'll give him that. Austin Berkland had tweeted out that he looks like a character from Friday Night Lights. Have you watched that show? I've watched like the first three episodes and then. I, who, I, who does he look like? He looks like the quarterback who has the um, injury. Okay, right, yeah. So I actually do Jason know him Street. because it was in the first game or the great first, show. Uh, great show. Okay, back to zone. Good call by Collins here, I think, because you can see Illinois now. There's 10 seconds to go on the shot clock, and we're 40 feet away yeah, from the basket. That's not going to cut it. Got to find Allen. Yeah, why not? He's five for five. Make it six for six. That's oh, a good looking shot. Good board DeMonte, here from Demonte. Wow. Take it out, Demonte. Ripping and it he down. Does. Okay, so we got a fresh 20. Whoa! <laughs> An alley oop. <laughs> Allen is feeling it. Demonte with a wow. beautiful feet. It looked like Demonte overshot that by like I a know. good five feet, but Allen brought it down. Man, you just are hoping that there's some sort of catalyst to go on a quick six, seven, nothing run and an open Cop three for Northwestern. I think misses. this is it. Okay. okay. Wow, that was that's that, really odd out of nowhere. DeMonte oop to Allen. DeMonte has, you know, for all the jokes at his expense for his offensive lack I'm fine of with DeMonte. I, I am too, because and you start to see when like a kipper's out there, why does DeMonte <laughs> right. get the minutes he does? Yeah. He doesn't screw things up. That's right. I, I've come to appreciate DeMonte's neutrality. Yes, I would agree with that. Io kicks it back out to Trent. You gotta shoot Trent. He does. Right. And he oh, oh. misses well, it. Well that was an this air is... ball, so it should be a shot clock violation, right? No, back to Illinois. Wow, that was a easy block, block there. Griffin set it back up. That's okay, a weird so sequence. A weird sequence. Trent's of three from wide Trent, open, and he doesn't make it. Whoa, it goes in. Demonte tips it up and in. Timeout, Illinois. And I don't mind that from Underwood. That was a really weird sequence. If I'm a Northwestern fan, there's none. I'm throwing my remote right now. <laughs> All 438. Darn it! I told Isaac the shrieking Northwestern girl. I think followed the 200 oh. level. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'm wondering what the string of of connections would have to be there I for don't her know. to be interested in I just saw it and I was like, is that the girl? And I didn't want to <laughs> I wasn't gonna like retweet the follow. Sure. But. I, I'm still uh after the shrieking game, I th- believe it was Teddy Greenstein tweeted out something about how a Champagne area radio station had reached out to her for comment. It wasn't us though. But it wasn't me. It wasn't Austin, no. it wasn't you. I'm trying to figure out who 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 I mean what's I, the what I we know. Was what, Scott what, Beatty trying to scoop us? <laughs> What's with the, the Northwestern but, but, but My point is, what's the angle on that? I mean, what do you get her on and have her scream? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was telling Isaac the thing that bothers me about anything like that is being unapologetically annoying. Like, yeah. this is my thing. Yeah, it's like, no, yeah, right. but it's not helping anybody. Leaning into the thing, even when in the back of your mind, let's be honest, she knows she's just annoying. Right. right? That's not admirable. No. It's not like, oh, you're so unique. 
No. It's like you're <laughs> dumb. Quit it. <laughs> All right, 10 minutes to go. Illinois with a mini run here. They're back up 11. Here's a big dude taking it to Kofi. He, oh, he loses the it. handle, uh, and Northwestern will have an open three. Boo-booey. Misses it. But but they get the board. Fear not. Larry Nance Jr.'s brother is there to punk Kofi and lay it up and in. <sighs> Whoa. DeMonte runs into boo-booey. Okay. It's a nine-point lead. Are you nine thirty to go? This is like the fifth time that this game that that's happened, right? Or it feels like it's right on the yeah, precipice of getting like out it. of control. It seems like it. I didn't now, mind you, the timeout by Underwood there either. I don't either. No, 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 not at all. Uh, what is weird is after all this, you've still outscored them by one point in the second half, and it hasn't it felt feel like, like that. it at all. <laughs> Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. There's nine thirteen to go in the game. Io trying to make something happen. Io sort of doubled right yeah. now. Yeah, dumps it off to Allen. Oh my. Man, I really should have tweeted out the Alan Griffin game oh thing after gosh, the shower. Oh my gosh, you should have tweeted out your shower thought. 58-46, Alan man. Griffin is a man. He is what, six for seven from deep? Is that right? Mm, or I'll have to check that six. here. They under eight. So he's 18 he's points. four for five, but then 18 points. Maybe this is his... I was kind of waiting for like his game, Breakout game? right? Right. Because you know he's really good, and he's been really good for a while, but he hasn't had a game where he just can't miss. He's had a bunch of good games. Yes. Right. Where he like, hasn't I had like the it. one like, you know, the, the punny newspaper headline is Alan Griffin, right? Like he hasn't had right. that game. No. And we get a foul on the floor. So that'll be the it's a ten point lead. Northwestern got a mid range jumper, a tough jumper that Trent contested, but not as tough as that three by Allen again. Man. Allen is going to be really good. Really, really good. And I'm thinking to next year with a starting lineup, at that point I th- I don't think you can keep him out of it. With well, it would be Curbelo. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess Trent. Yeah. As a senior, right? Miller. Yeah. Do you start two freshmen? Sure. Griffin at the four. <laughs> Kofi. Or maybe Griffin's just your specialist off the bench. I don't know. That's fine. But you need to go from 20 minutes a game to 30. Yeah. Trent. Trent for deep. three. Nope. He is just struggling. But Illinois gets the board. Kipper. <laughs> Allen wanted to shoot it again. Kipper with the mid range. Nope. That's whatever. Don't sh- I don't want a twelve foot jumper from Kipper with twenty in the shot clock. A missed layup by. A- so here's. Can I be honest here, Trevor? Yep. Why wouldn't I be? Why do I say that? Nope, like, you can't. That's just such a filler thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that like Pete Buttigieg. He's oh, always he, like, look. He does the total Obama thing. I mean, I know that's, there's the videos of that. I know actually. that's trendy now, but I felt like I was even thinking that before it was in that the long pregnant pause. Yes. Where it sounds like something extremely profound is about to be said. Griffin oh again, five of six. He's not missing. So this is like oh the Tev game in Maryland last year. Woo. Alan Griffin having it right now at Northwestern. Man. No one really needs that spark on offense. Man. He is having his best game as an Illini. So, no, the point Anyways, was go ahead. that with every missed Northwestern shot, I'm like, oh, that's right. They're still Northwestern. It's okay. Yeah. Now, a three-point attempt from Northwestern is no good. Okay, right there, here Trevor. Go. Here okay. we go. I'm breathing. 7.25 to go. It's a 13-point lead. The Allen Griffin show. So we need to start thinking of Griffin puns, I guess. Yeah, some some Allen or Griffin or... Yeah, that's pretty much all there is. Does he have a nickname? You know, I feel like, you know... Griff Dog. Griff Dog. I don't know. Kofi's Kofi foul. Kofi foul as he goes right. towards the rim. So that's the fourth foul in Northwestern. Plenty of... Here we go. <sighs> plenty more left for them to get a little bonus. Isaac Ambrose texts matter. us that Allen might be the new Trent. Yeah, microwave, right? But the thing is that Allen had one game, I think it was the Maryland game, where he didn't shoot well. And yeah. he was still doing positive things. Yeah, right. Like It's like, I want more of that. To to completely counter the Georgie point of no matter what he does, the problem is he's actively killing you. 
even when Allen isn't shooting well, his, his, his final game stats are like four boards, three assists, right. five points, no turnovers, right? Like, right. That's him on a bad night. Okay, so and that's why I say it can't be understated how valuable he is. Take a quick break here. DPDO.com for all the best deals and prices. They deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana. So, how about you celebrate um, if Illinois wins, that is? You could celebrate on Friday afternoon with an office lunch. And what's great about it is you can order like 10 calzones for all 10 people in your office and guaranteed they will be happy and full. DPDO.com, again, for all the best deals and prices. So, Alan, Alan Griffin, Griffin puns. puns. He also wears number zero. Yeah. Agent Zero? I don't know. <laughs> is that a term? Is that a phrase that's uh, Agent not, Zero? Yeah, that... not really. Agent Cody Banks, <laughs> starring the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Do you ever watch that movie? No. I didn't either. Looks pretty stupid. I, I remember the movie, though. Because of Disney+, Plus, I'm remembering all these movies from the mid-2000s that I would watch on the Disney Channel original movies, you know, not theatrical release movies. <laughs> that I completely forgot existed. Uh, there's a bunch, like, there's one where he's a leprechaun. And he has to play basketball <laughs> with the devil to save his mom, who's also a leprechaun. It's called, like, Luck on My Side. Or, you know, just all these dumb movies. Right, right, right. Uh, there's one where they're dressed in, like, snowsuits, but they're time travelers. I forget what that one's called. Mm-hmm. Right? They go back in time to stop a bully at the high school. Hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> hundreds, literally hundreds of those movies on Disney Channel. Yeah, and do you have Disney Plus? You do, right? I do, yeah. And there are a lot of them. Those are on Almost there, all right? of them are on Like, there. all yeah. these sort of... It's almost like, you know, you got prefab homes. Yeah. They're just made yeah, and ready yeah. to go. Yeah. And it's like there's a whole movie racket it's, Disney has where, and my, my nieces are into The Descendants. Is that like. I think the idea, it's like this musical princesses thing. Princesses or something? I think it's the kids of Disney princesses started a band or I don't know. They have I'm kids? Not sure. That and opens then Disney, up a whole the Disney Channel, you look at like the, the sitcoms made for the yeah. kids, and they're unbearable. Oh, God, they're awful. Just Jesse. terrible. But you know what's really cool is that my <laughs> nieces are getting totally into Star Wars. Oh, that's Obsessed awesome. with Star Wars. I was Wars. just thinking uh, when Star Wars came out, the new one, I was thinking I've never, you know, I was the kid who had the reaction to I am your father and all that, but I've never been able to like present that to someone else, and I can't wait to do that. Yes, that will be eventually. a special moment, right? And what's funny is they had binged all those Star Wars movies in like a weekend over winter break. I feel like you can't do that. That's almost heinous to do that. Yeah, and they, so for them, and especially at their age, I don't know if the Darth Vader thing, like you almost need to watch A New Hope right? and simmer on it. That's what I mean, yeah. And I feel like I did back in the day, and I'll never forget the first time I saw Star Wars, our neighbor neighborhood friend Doug had the VHS trilogy box set. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, it was blue lettering for A New Hope. It was purple for Empire Strikes Back, and it was red for uh, Return of the Jedi. Purple for Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, huh. yeah. Interesting. And I think I went about a week between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, uh-huh. and I didn't know. I didn't know about Darth right. Vader was Luke's father. And I can't recall my emotions or anything to that but neither can i but i do remember thinking before i watched return the jedi that's going to turn out to be fake that can't be true yeah like like a gotcha right like luke (laughs) says no (laughs) it can't i can't even do it but he he overacts that thing my my can you do in that moment i think my biggest star wars hot take overall is that mark hamill's a terrible actor i genuinely think he's just bad however doesn't it kind of work it does no it absolutely in the context of star wars i mean i'm just being like a real stiff like movie critic mind right now it doesn't matter it's star wars it's fun i think but he's good in empire strikes back the first one he's like teen beach kid the power converters hey uh, i was going to tashi <laughs> station to pick up some power converters and the way he yells no and it's just there's just a lot of like 
I don't know. It, it feels very like you can. Northwestern misses another shot. You can really it. feel him working through the sentence. Yeah, I, I get a it. Jedi like my father. I feel before, like the, like the, he's the, just very Alan no, again. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just call it the Alan Griffin show. Uh, That's it. Isaac did text in Alan Gryffindor's house. Yeah, I I, I saw. I've thought of that, but here's here's the other thing too. For any Seinfeld fan, and actually anyone that lived in the seventies, the Merv Griffin show. So we're just going to call uh, the Alan Griffin okay, show. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's good. Yep. I feel like I need to get that on Twitter now, so Jeremy and Derek don't steal it. <laughs> you can you can put it out. I, there. I'm doing it right now. So as I put up I'll the tour level, to talk about Mark Hamill because then well, and I think another problem was then of course Last Jedi comes out and he hates the script and doesn't like the direction that Ryan Johnson takes his character. So then he becomes like, and I didn't mind Last Jedi at all. I liked it, but he becomes sort of this like crabby old hermit guy and it's one of those things where in the larger macro sense i'm looking at it and going i what you know what does he really provide to this franchise yeah. but you're right it I works in the sense of within the micro isms of star wars he's fine yes it's just if you're looking at it as someone who hasn't ever watched star wars and is told check out these amazing actors in this amazing movie i'm going luke is kind of weird but that's just sort of a part of his character alan griffin just what is he at now? 21? Absurd. 24, I think. Okay. With six made threes. And, I mean, look, you're up 14. Okay, so it's six minutes to go. Kind of hit a reset here. 64 to 48, Illinois with a 16-point lead, thanks to Alan Griffin. Six for seven from three. And Northwestern misses another bunny, but they miss North- the second <laughs> bunny. Northwestern starting to actually miss shots now, too. All right, here we go. Are we feeling good? We're feeling great. We're feeling great. Okay. The Alan Griffin. There he goes again. Oh, oh. just out of his reach. On the alley oop, that wasn't okay. a great pass from Io. Is that another turnover technically for Io? Yeah, that'd be five. Yeah. Now was that a two or three for Northwestern? That's a two. That's a two. Okay, no big deal. That Spencer kid can play though. Yeah. How many points has he got now? Uh, almost as many as Allen. It's a lot more. It's a lot more fun to make that comment when you're up yeah. fourteen points. How about that Spencer kid? Yeah, you know, throws down another alley oop or something. <laughs> Uh, Kofi's got 10 and 10, so another double-double for Kofi. Okay. Allen shoots it again, and he just misses. Okay. All right, so maybe the heat checks are over. Maybe stop throwing now bad it's time to, yeah. and bad threes. Five minutes to go. 14-point Illinois lead. Almost a steal here, and they and call a, a foul. foul on Trent. Come on. What, because the guy can't stay on his own two feet or whatever? I don't think it'll be a shooting foul, though. I hope so not. You only have six fouls on Illinois, and that will be the second on Trent, so no foul trouble issues for let's, him. Let's regroup here and not just let Allen shoot a three every possession despite his incredible He's coming run. out, getting standing O, so he might, if it gets closer, come back out. I get the feeling now you're going to have the D lineup out there with DeMonte, Kofi, sure. and then the three guards. And no more Georgie, please. Northwestern gets open and lays it up. And All right, well, it's a 12-point game, so let's not get cute. Let's not get cute now. Headbandless Trent no longer a narrative. No, I mean he did get one, one three for you, but he has not had three. a good game. It almost I, I kind of had to laugh because I try not. I really and I know you and I both do this as Io lays a way up, but he will go for two shots. I feel like you and I really try our best to actively push against just hanging with the cliche for the sake of going along with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, well, oh, they really fought tonight. Like, if it's not true, I really try to push against just joining whatever narrative is out there. Agreed. What narrative do you think well, might just, be out there that shouldn't well, be? Well, in the sense that after that 73-foot-3, people were like, well, Trent's got his stroke back. but Because well, they, they, yeah, they said he went 3-for-8. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, okay, but if you take away that absurd shot that no one ever makes, he went 2-for-8. His stroke isn't back. 
No, it's not. And he made I, one ridiculous shot. And you know what I did? I think a lot of us do that, too. With the one that he made at the start of the second half, you're like, okay, let that be the moment. Right, right. And I keep waiting for that. I mean, George is an extreme example where it's like sure. the first layup he makes, I'll be thinking, come on, <laughs> let that be the moment. Yeah. How did Allen do against Nebraska? Uh, he had 13-7. and seven. So I'm thinking if he has a monster game against Indiana. Oh, man, what a week. Then he'd be Big Ten Player of the Year, or we have the year. <laughs> That'd Sorry. be awesome! Wow, wow, what a jump that would be. He should be though. Big okay, Ten so Kofi getting muscled here by Big du- uh, Spencer, Spencer again. Caught in between. What? He's actually pretty good. <laughs> He's not bad, but again, it's a lot more cute when you're up twelve. Sure, sure. Chris Collins basically on the court at half court, imploring his guys to slap the floor like he is. Yeah, and they didn't. No one slapped before. I think he should be on the hot seat because I think he should be in terms of another. He probably should be, but you know, it's it's one of those things where like you know how Pat Chambers wasn't just because who else is Penn State going to get right? Who who's Northwestern going to? I mean, they're not going to go hire John Beeline. Io kicks it over here to Demonte, and Demonte's coming no man's land with two. He's what tied up. We got fouled. Oh, wow. Got bailed out there. So we <laughs> wow. go into a media timeout with 3.50 to go, 12-point Illinois lead, and they will get a fresh 30. We're good. We're good. And actually, this is where it's nice that Northwestern doesn't have bonus, so you just get a fresh shot clock. Sure, yeah. Okay, uh, might as well remind you that dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. Fourth and Kirby, online at fourthandkirby.com. Coupon code, 200 level, 10% off. And they do have pre-orders going for that new orange T-shirt, which if Illinois holds this result... I will be happily wearing to school tomorrow. You know what we're doing tomorrow is we're having an Oregon Trail contest for the kids. Okay, I remember doing that in middle school. Yeah, they finished their big essay. So it was a little way to end the week on a high note. We're going to be playing Oregon Trail and the five best scores. I'll go out and buy them a candy bar of their choice. Okay, I like it. Candy should, always is a good incentive. You should counter by showing them the Donner Party documentary. <laughs> show what life was really like at, the, yeah, at man. that time. Show them, uh, have them read a Wikipedia article about uh, cholera. By the dysentery. way, uh, Lon wanted me to tell you that he did donate to Wikipedia. He did. Yep. He, I need he, to do he that. Put his, I read like, it every 550 night. or whatever it was. He said he finally just decided, damn it, this time I'm donating. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I meant to do that tonight. So Lon, on today's show, talked about a health scare that he had had. He had texted us on yeah. well, myself, <laughs> you, Derek, Jeremy. Jeremy. He, on... he joked about it because he dropped it like one minute before tip-off against... Nebraska, right? Isaac so, had just gotten here. I was like, Isaac, man, holy crap! Right. So I was in the stands, and yeah, I'm not going to go into the text, but it was essentially just updating us on what happened and that he was feeling fine, but he had a scare, and so I, I was immediately taken out of the game. No fault to him. I'm not blaming him in right. any way, but just the the fortuitous timing of the text from his hospital bed to our phones was like one minute before the game started, and honestly, I found it hard to to get up for the game at that point because obviously you're concerned about well, it. Well, for but, sure, and it was hard to get up for that game anyway. But that sure, did sort yeah. of, I think, I didn't probably. <laughs> give it enough credit for how it took me out of it sounds callous to say like it dampened my mood but 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 it did make it more difficult to be like hey game time right you know because you have other thoughts cares? going yeah. on so he broached that on today's uh, episode of the drive and that is you know i'm 33 now that i think about mortality that much but you know the older you get it's like, you start right. creeps up a little bit so i i need to go back and listen to uh, the opening segment from today's show, but knowing Juan and the way that he can sort of, um, if I say wax poetic, that makes it sound like it's deliberate. He has a very good way of, in moments that he needs to be serious, Juan, he nails them. Yeah, like it, it, we joke about it. It seems like once every like six months, he'll come in with a piece of paper, whether it was one of the school shootings that happened. I know yeah, I remember it. the Newtown. It was right. a Friday when he started the show with that, and it was just perfect. Oof, right. It was perfect. Uh, you know, the end of Tay and Jay. Your last, I mean, he's had these moments where it's like you kind of just know to shut up and let him talk. Right. And I feel like a lot of people 
who don't necessarily maybe know him personally or don't listen on a daily basis. You know, like my dad goes, man, Lon's just so goofy all the time. I would, I would, I would counter and let him listen to that segment because all of a sudden Lon can just grab your attention, dial you. And he, he has this thing written out. It's like four pages long, yeah. no double space all the way down the page. And I'm like, that is a damn well-written thing that he just did. He's eloquent. I think he's, he's extremely doesn't eloquent enough credit for from that. out of nowhere. <laughs> and I, you know, it's those moments with Lon, for example, that we had the trip in 2015 for TNJ game day, we called it up in Iowa city. Mm-hmm. And Lon and I drove together, stayed up there Friday and Saturday night, and then drove back that Sunday. And conversations like that in the car, I mean, you got a three and a half hour trip, so you're going to have to have some conversations. You know that he's a good conversationalist, but it's fun to get into some more of those maybe serious conversations with him. And I think because of that persona, people may not give him enough credit for being as thoughtful as he is. That's exactly how I'd phrase it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that for some reason, because he's a gregarious personality, that that somehow means that he's not as sharp. Right, as others. right, that he just sort of lives his life like, well, you know, come what may about it, literally everything, happy-go-lucky, oh, like, just, he's not like that about it, he has the ability to dial it in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and when he does, it's really good, I mean, on top of really good radio, it's really eloquent, like you said. So, despite that health scare, he's doing well, he's, he's on the fine. man, he's back at the show. He and- was joking with me that we did our gambling segment right after that segment, so <laughs> after lecturing people to eat better and live a better life, he's yes. been teaching them how to be a degenerate. Perfect. So. Yeah, that will maybe mean no tombstone pizzas on his NFL Sunday, so I'll have to... <laughs> right. Have quiche. Or well, something. he said he's going to try and get into salads, and he's going to do this thing where he eats like one bite of salad, and if he can do that, then the next day he'll eat two bites of salad. You know, that's sort of like is the first time that I started drinking coffee, and a coworker at the first office job I had out of school, Io misses the shot. So it's a ten point game of three twelve to go. We'll keep our eye on this okay. here. But she said, you know, I, I would put these two little vanilla creamers in there, and she said, "You ever tried without?" And I said, "No." Nah. I was like, "I don't know." She's like. Try one week without creamer, you'll never go back. It's true. Literally, I never want to put creamer in my coffee. See, I haven't gotten into coffee yet, but I know that I eventually will, and when I do, I've got to learn exactly how to drink it because if you if you learn to drink it with caramel and all this stuff, then it's going to end up, you know, it's it's not good for you, obviously. Right. Whereas a black coffee, you know, nothing well, wrong with that. Well, we interrupt your Anywho. coffee talk with a 7 nothing scoring run from Northwestern to bring you within 7 with 2.30 to go. No red flags or anything here as long as you can get a bucket on this possession. <sighs> but it's just, and you get a really silly foul. foul from Northwestern. So now it's just a case of making your free throws because Northwestern, at, at striking distance, which we can call seven points, yeah. they will try to extend this game. Yep. Can I be I'm honest? I'm falling asleep over here. Can I be honest? I was, yeah, I was going to say, like, it's 8.51 right now. And it's like, please don't let these two minutes, 28 seconds drag out. Not that I don't enjoy hanging out with you. No, I, I But I want no this to end, taken. put the podcast up, go watch your Friday Night Lights, go to bed. Amen. I can't wait for mm. season two of The Mandalorian, even though it's going to be a long way away. In the fall, I In think. In the fall. Yeah, they're making it right now. Baby Yoda. Io makes it first. There you go. He's had a monster game. I think that's 21 for Io, or yep. somewhere in the 20s for him. Kofi gets a double-double. Allen's with at, what, 24? Io's in the 20s as well. Well, it's your four best players... <laughs> I mean, Trent's demoted from the top four, and you know what he's capable of, so that makes you feel like, man, if he gets going, you've got a great shot to yeah. make some runs here. But your top four players right now, in order, I think, would be Io, Kofi. I'm going to put Feliz up there despite a quiet I, game I, tonight, and then Alan Griffin. I was going to say, if you didn't mention Feliz, I would disagree and put Feliz in there because I think he's been really good. This is a kind of lame foul on Kofi. <clears throat> that was not much effort there against Baba Bowie, Howard Stern fans. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
Number zero going to the line for two to bring this right back to a seven-point game. The last thing you want to do is foul. I mean, you know. If this game goes to overtime, I'm going to get really punchy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't even mention the possibility of that. (laughs) Now, this is a two-shot foul. He makes the first, so it's an eight-point game with 219 to go. Boo Booey. Okay. Northwestern has six Big Ten games decided by five points or fewer. Which is really not that great of a stat considering they played... I think 17 Big Ten games. Correct. They missed their second free throw. And Kofi gets the board. There is what I want to see for Kofi every single time. But know? what happened? He started to bring it down a bit. I was I like, no, keep it up. Keep I it know. up above your head. They can't reach it there. You're almost in kill the clock mode here, although I don't yeah, want I, I don't I want to so. purposefully be, but oh, and another ticky-tack. Well, but how ticky-tack is it? They want to send DeMonte to the line. I guess that might have been true. a total accident, but DeMonte. Well, Nance is a smart player, Carp. He knows what he's doing at all times on the court, and mm-hmm. he's purposefully fouling DeMonte Williams. 3.9 GPA. <laughs> he got an A- in he's quantum fifth on physics. The team. He's fifth on the team with a 3.9 yeah. GPA. Damn yeah. Northwestern. I think want me when anyways. I was younger, there was a story my dad told me, and I don't remember this when it happened, but Deion Thomas was on Illinois. DeMonte makes the first. Big free throw. Three possession game, but the max three possession game with a nine point is Macintosh a grad assistant? I'm thinking so because he's sitting there in a suit, but he's not on the team. He didn't bother me that much either. No, Him and Sherna didn't, didn't bother didn't. me. I'm, they were I'm just still good. forgetting the name of the guy in between, and he did bother. Yeah. Me. Oh, okay. It was. It was. There was a team where it was this guy, ten Marca, point Illinois, Marcatulio, who was another skinny white guy with a mm-hmm. weird shot, and someone else. I'm forgetting. Vic Law didn't really bother me either. Yeah, he's fine. Ten point it. lead, a miss three for Northwestern, one fifty to go. Okay, so we can get back to coffee talk or no? Yeah, we no. were talking about though with well, we're talking about law, and then we went to coffee. Yeah, but then we got back to basketball. I felt like there was a point huh. I was making there. I don't know. Well, regardless, here's kind of the reset. Ten point lead for Illinois, seventy to sixty with a minute thirty to go. You get a shot here. That's the dagger with uh, five seconds in the shot clock. Feliz taking to the hole. He tries to draw the foul. The floater, no good. I got, thought he got some contact, and now they call it ticky-tack on Illinois on the rebound, and no time goes off, and you send Northwestern the line. Uh, at least let him waste half the remaining time in the game. If right. You're gonna... <clears throat> I think it's Miller Cop going to the line, too. He's kind of had a quiet game for him. If if Cop had been, uh, let's say, I don't know, ejected earlier in the game or something, we could say the cop was arrested or some some type of police <laughs> joke. But Okay, so 10-point Illinois lead, 70-60, to 60, 128 to go. Northwestern goes to the line, is now 8.55. I legitimately commend a coach like Chris Collins for his ability to still look like that. I mean, I know it's probably just a lot of, you know, fake generated energy because he's not going to quit on his team. He's got energy. I mean, like, just like his dad did. I, I, if I, if I, I would not have the ability, if I were the coach of a 6-20 and 20 team with my team down 8 with a minute left, to look as excited as he looks right now. Do you remember a few years ago when the talk was that he would be the the Duke, Duke successor heir apparent? Right. And, and that was like a legit thing. Yeah. Like he, he goes to Northwestern, has, you know, a cup of tea there with success, actually like an actual cup of tea. A cup of coffee. Yes. A cup of tea. English breakfast. I actually do enjoy tea, even though I haven't gotten into coffee. You know what I drink is this thing called throat comfort or throat coat. Yeah, throat coat's good. Licorice root I've tea. I've had it before. When, I, when I'm sick, I have it. It's very sweet. And there was a weekend we had two Tom Petty shows, and my voice was crap at school. And I just started downing that stuff. Phillies makes the first free throw. Nine-point lead. Sleepy and time's it, it good, worked. too. It worked. If you're sleepy. Sleepy there's time's a, great. There's, al- there's one called. There's like an apple something <laughs> so, or one that's good. Two Christmases ago. As a stocking stuffer, I'll get Kara a kind of tea. Gotcha. So I'm looking, and there's this like purple tea, which I assume is like lavender tea. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't realize that it was called, oh my God, what is that? Um, smooth Move Tea. Have you heard of it? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, Smooth Move Tea, if you could guess what it's for, could you guess? I could guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize that. And it says right on the box, what? it's for mild, to relieve mild constipation. I see. So she opens up her stocking stuffer and there's this Smooth Move Tea <laughs> for relief of mild constipation. <laughs> And she's like, it's like, a, it's like a subtle hint, right? And I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't know it was that kind of tea. That's funny. I would, now, as, I would assume the same thing as you, like a little floral decoration on it, lavender yeah. tea. But here's the thing, though, and not to get, I'm not going to get graphic here or anything, but when you travel, long car trips or yeah. plane trips, you know, change your diet a little bit, things happen. Sure. So we went to this bachelor party down in New Orleans, and I was trying to eat as healthy as I could, but it was still a bachelor party. And after, even though I ran both mornings down there, and I tried, well, nothing, good for nothing, you. I wouldn't even try on vacation. <laughs> but in New Orleans, that, that's the thing. I like running in new places, so it's easier. That's for me true. To get out there. Sure. Yeah. But anyways, we uh, we get to the hotel the second night. Illinois the tip in after two missed Feliz free throws. That brings it back up to ten. Quick time up for Underwood. I feel like so I haven't seen Underwood's face all game. By the way, yeah, they haven't a lot of shots. Really haven't shown them. Anyways, so we get back to this hotel, and we're, it's a casino hotel. Fun. And I'm in desperate mode here. I'm just like, okay, something's got to give. Sure. And I fire up a smooth move tea and game over. <laughs> the next day on the way back, and I, I'm sorry, podcast listeners, but the next way, the next day we take the whole 10 and a half hour trip back from New Orleans, which isn't as bad of a drive as you would think. And every single stop. <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I am cleansed. Wow. The the stocking stuffer tea. Okay, so it ended through. up really coming in handy. It really came in handy for the guy who bought it. So for those that stuck it through an uh, hour and forty minutes of the podcast, there you go. This game has felt like I need a smooth move after this, <laughs> just in general. Uh, okay, ten point Illinois lead, fifty eight point six to go. I understand again why you want to maintain the game, but you also have to. It's, Alan's like what, like a plus twenty. Why is he not I, in the game? I get it. Because it's not like, hey, guys, we really need a defensive stopper on right. Boo Booey. Like Although, Alan Griffin couldn't do that? Right, exactly. A missed layup, and right, this should not do it here. Do it. 45 seconds, Northwestern calls off the dogs, and Trevor, Illinois will move to 19-9. and nine. We're going to wrap it up pretty much now. Perfectly fine with me, and you actually got something notable in the win, not just a sleepy win, right? That's right. Or That's Alan right. Griffin's big game. I thought that ultimately you closed it out fine. You, you stretched that lead to 16 when you needed to. Yep. And yeah, you closed it out. You got your fifth Big Ten road win for a team that only won two road Big Ten games in Brad Underwood's first two years. And that shot misses badly for Iowa, but Kofi gets the board. Illinois uh, misses that three, but whatever. So 74-64 right now. I'll let you know what the final is here. I hate to be that guy, but seconds. the net does care if you win by 10 or more. Really? Yeah. Northwestern for the three. They miss it, but they get the board ah, and the putback. Now you're not going to do it. Do you think Underwood's like, guys, the net ranking, the net ranking, guys? <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Hey, and uh, Underwood go. and Chris Collins hug. So, so buddy, Illinois buddy. won 75-71 the first time they win 74-66 this time. This is a little bit easier, though. Yes. And th- that home game was scary. Because you couldn't pull no, up that more was than bad. four or five that points. And I got to be honest with you, you know, first day with a new dog that I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm not. She's not doing anything wrong. No, no, but, but it's but still a little of my focus you know. is like, oh, got to make sure she's good. And then yeah. I'm watching this game and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and then dogs have this weird ability to sense tension. Oh, absolutely. Too. She was right. Was she cool as a cucumber? No, she was in, fine. I don't either. She sensed my tension and didn't care or she yeah. didn't pick up on it. 
All right, well, on that note, so we're going to wrap it up here so we can get this podcast out to you, and you can relive another Illinois win that's three in a row. And I tell you what, when you consider where this team was nine days ago at Penn State and how we felt going into that game, what a great change of fortune. They're 11-6 and six in conference. They are in the double-by territory, and if they just take care of business by beating Indiana, winning the home games, then they will get that double by because that would knock Iowa, I, that would knock Iowa out of it. Penn State's got a bear of a schedule too. Yep, and they're going to finish above five hundred. Period. And the first time since could be the worst possible, right? The first above five hundred in the Big Ten, I think, since two thousand nine. That's right. Wow. And oddly enough, I don't want to end this on a bad note. Hmm. The last time you beat Wisconsin at the Kohl Center and finished above five hundred was the year that you didn't make the tournament. Unbelievable. 2010. Right. Okay. So. All right. Well, uh, on that note, got to thank, of course, Steve Pito, Fourth and Kirby, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, Alana Inquirer, and Champagne Showers Podcast Network for being partners in the 200 level, I would say relaunch, but we've been out for over half a year now. Can I shout out Champagne Showers for their, um, uh, what do I call this? Uh, shot at a guy who does some pretty poor Photoshop work on Alana Twitter. It's not even Photoshop. It's, it's, it's Microsoft Paint. PC Paint 1995. <laughs> And even then, when I was eight years old, I could make something better on that stupid I just, program. I personally appreciated that tweet. It, it, and it's, from a graphic design standpoint, it's offensive. It really is. And <laughs> somehow this this bait gets hundreds of people like, retweet. So, so Is it that easy to become an internet presence? My, just, my, I'm, I'm just going to start taking screenshots of Brad Underwood, put a random <laughs> quote that he said after practice with a Nike symbol, and see how many likes and retweets I get. And my, sadly, there might be enough stupid people to do right, that. Right. That is my that that is my biggest problem with it, honestly. Not that anyone does it, but that it gets like 500 likes. Think about a tweet you've had that has had 500 likes. Maybe, I, I feel like I actually try to put a little effort sure, into it. Sure. Well, had, granted, but he probably thinks he's putting effort into his I tweets with all the graphic As, design. You and I have had a few tweets like that, right? And I think they're good tweets. when it, when Like the one about Iowa football, go back to Iowa, whatever yours was. Yeah, right, What do right. you do in Iowa? Something like that. But like... I just it blows my mind how many people are willing and I don't care about likes. I'm not trying to sound like no, I'm no, that I get it. obsessed about it, but it blows my mind how many people are just like, sure, I'll like that. There's a weird subculture of Illini sports media, if you want to call that, sports media guys on Twitter that are rah rah, they wave the flag unapologetically. They get media passes of the games, despite being unapologetic flag wavers of Illinois. And, uh, I mean, from a personal standpoint, there's a little frustration because I know that, or at least have been told that there are some people over there that, well, they didn't like it when I said this or that. And it's like, well, start winning games. Sure. And then trust me, I'll be your biggest fan. <laughs> it's in my freaking moniker for God's sake. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so some of that is just, just, the, of, just the, the auto like of that stuff is, is frustrating. Yes. Right. And like, how dare you question anything about it? You got to auto like this. So I appreciated champagne showers. You know, sort of siding with us on that one. They, they do a good lampooning of things there that need go. to be lampooned. Okay, so on that note, we will be back Sunday. I think it's you, me, and Hans D. Okay. Hans D in the house. I it's, love it. It's a 1 o'clock game, so should we just do the full thing? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, we're I just need, hanging I out watching Hans's the game. I thoughts throughout the game, to be honest. I do, too. I have not seen Hans since the last podcast we did with him, so it'll be good to hang out with Hans. And I think that's it for the show. I think that's all the particulars. Illinois wins again. They got 19 wins. The Alan Griffin I got to think they'll get to their 20. And I think they'll get yeah, to it yeah. on Sunday. Yep. And wouldn't that be nice? That's another milestone that you can check off. 12 wins, wins in the Big Ten. Which is what you had all season. of last season, by the way. 12 Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. So it's been a fun year. Tonight they got the job done. Even though it wasn't pretty for all 40 minutes, that's a fifth win on the road in the Big Ten. And that's something that no, not many Illinois teams have done, period. All right. All right. Until Sunday. We'll see you then. It is the 200 level.